pencil. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. This is page 108, paragraph 3, no jokes dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Also, one paragraph, two millions of so-called seven dirty words, these are suck your mother until now. You sound hot as hell and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make me sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Cool, I say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces meet the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Uh, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Let's do this damn thing. Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout. Another Saturday night with your Saturday night brothers. Uh, El Jefe, J-Dubs, Tommy Bateman taking your phone calls. If you so want to contribute this evening, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. God bless the Internet and the, the steps further that they've made in technology. Uh, broadband capabilities, and specifically AOL for broadband, our content partner. We use the instant messenger all night long. I chat with you via those means at JFKL Hefe. J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. And uh, above and beyond that, an amazing show we have lined up for you. If I can keep my eyes open. i got to admit, I'm just a little pooped, and I don't even know where to begin with everything that's gone on. It just transpired in the last 24 hours. Uh, with that being uh, uh, everything that it is, I have to say to you first, J-Dubs, how are you? I'm tired as well. Uh, very... you, you had a very rough night yeah. last night at Dave & Buster's. Yeah, I uh, ate those hot peppers. And actually, I feel fine now. Actually, only thing that tore me up was the shots of Tabasco sauce. And then I puked it all up, and I was fine after that. And this was luckily, that... luckily, I ate right before I did it, and uh, I got it all out of me before it actually re reached my stomach or intestines or anything. This was at the uh, Dave & Buster's Live event last night for our buddies Ron and Fez. Yeah. Now, for those of you who automatically turn off the radio at 11 o'clock at night during the week when uh, Jim Cramer comes on... I don't like too many risks! Very understandable. <laughs> However, at midnight uh, this morning... There is a very unspecial edition of El Jefe's Hideout right here on WJFK. Not with my money! Celebrating one of the most disturbing nights in all of radio. And here and to, to, to celebrate that with us was one of the people involved uh, in what happened. And we're not going to get back into the story because we spent a whole segment at it uh, on it at midnight this morning. But joining us once again in El Jefe's Hideout, the three musketeers are back together the future of radio, Washington, D.C., believe it or not, is right here, right now. El Jefe, J-Dubs, and straight from WRIF, uh, Detroit, also Skankshift.com, also the manager of Sabu and the All-World Wrestling League, and one of Detroit's up-and-coming rappers, welcome Shafee into the hideout. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Dubs, that voice sounded like uh, Matthew Lesko, though. <laughs> Has he done that? I mean, that's a great impression. Actually, that's an impression of Jim Cramer. That's what they're both talking about money, though, yeah. but I'm saying. No, the, what is it? Uh, you can make mon money for uh, rat peppers or something yeah. like that. Write a book! 
Exactly. All those... Even to pay your bills. Yeah, exactly. That sounds pretty good. Look at that. The you... government will give you money. You do two impressions. <laughs> it's the same guy. The same. Yeah. It's the same Do it guy. again. Do it again. Wait, I... Uh, Every year, people get money for government grants. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, that is. Say this. I should be fired from WJFK for El Jefe's hideout. I should be fired from WJFK for El Jefe's hideout. Yes. Thank you, Jim Cramer. Uh, Finally, it's getting through to somebody. So here we are. Direct from the street. And we have we have a lot of stuff to get to this evening. First, two very important things that we'd like to begin. We are going to start playing a game. Every Saturday night on El Jefe's Hideout. The game is called um, Pizzas for Plugs. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> well, no, you know what? We'll even throw grinders in there. I could use a grinder. It's been nothing but fast food since I arrived from Detroit. And, and if you'd like to pay, play Pizzas for Plugs, 800-636-1067... The, the object of the game is hey. to bring as many free pizzas down to 10800 Main Street in Fairfax, Virginia to your favorite radio show, El Jefe's Hideout. Wait, let's see if uh, Jim Cramer can tell us how to save money by eating pizzas. Order double pepperoni, no cheese. The cheese... They'll give you a buck off. No, that you kind of lost it there. Yeah, a little lost bit. You it. lost it. You lost the enthusiasm. Well, you can't. I don't like to make risks. There you go. Now, what are we looking for here? We're looking for some free eats. <laughs> How sad is it? Again, this is kind of going. Order up. from Big Cheese Pizza. You want to save money, with Jim Cramer? <laughs> so, pizza for plugs. Uh, Ten eight hundred Main Street, Fairfax. The first pizza delivery person here. Uh, gets uh, unlimited plugs throughout the night for their place of business. Pizza for, for plugs, an exclusive on El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. All right, how do we do this? Priority goes to the first person up here at the pizza? Absolutely. Now, don't think we won't eat the pizzas from the people that come late. Just realize that you lost. And next week when we play pizzas for plugs, you just got to step your game up a little bit. In fact... You should be here by 8 o'clock knowing that we're going to play Pizzas for Plugs every Saturday from 8 to 11. And remember, I don't like too much sauce. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there it is. That's the first fun game that we got for you on El Jefe's Hideout this evening. Um, more than that, though, I, I gave this laundry list of things, uh, Shafee, that you do. Uh, the, the, the riff in Detroit, Detroit's home of rock and roll, uh, your your music career, your wrestling for the AWWL, and Sabu, the legendary wrestler. But beyond all of that, what's more important to the people in this room and what should be conveyed to the people listening to this radio show right now is that you are one of our best buds. Yeah, we are the I'd say that. we are the three amigos. Why I'm here? We all met uh, in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, originally, all of us at one time working for Q106 Lansing's Rock Station. While you were doing the skank shift, I was doing stuff in the morning with Bob and Tom. Uh, Dubs was basically your intern slash stunt boys. He was more than an intern, though. I mean, well, he, he was started... basically an unpaid producer, co-host, stunt boy, everything. Kind of like Bateman now. Yeah, he hasn't done any stunts yet. But uh, Dubs, when he came in, he was willing to do anything. And he did do anything, and uh, we tried to get him hired a couple of times, and it didn't work out. And then eventually he did get hired. Remember when they gave me my first shot on, uh, yeah. on 
Q107. They gave him like a weekend overnight to try out, and uh, most of the time, when you're already established in the building, as far as people knowing you, I mean, you're there every day, and you're working hard, and they say, you know what, we're going to give you a shot. In fact, that's how this show came to be. They give you a shot. And you go on, and, you know, you really got to really, really, really do a horrible job in order not to get hired. The job is yours. <laughs> well, he didn't get a job. The problem was I was on the air doing 10-minute breaks with Shafee on the phone, Hardcore Trump, yeah. and, uh, and, and Freaker. Yeah, all paranoid those, all, schizophrenic. Yeah, all those uh, different characters we used to have on Q106. To all you young radiophiles, and this is something that I've tried to teach a moral fan who's the hideout younger brother who's down at the University of Tennessee getting his start at the college radio station. You're supposed to start with the basics at least for like the first two weeks, at least for the first air shift. And then you start getting into all the craziness. You wait till you're on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um the, I kind of mastered that when I moved over to the sister station. I, after a while, when uh, Welling was the was the program director there, I owned that station. I could do whatever I wanted at the station. I'd make gay jokes to him all day long. Yeah, he was a homo, though. Yeah. He must have liked dubs. But the thing is, is that he was doing a lot for these for all the stations. Yeah. There's four stations. He's doing a lot of the production, the imaging. He's doing all sorts of stuff. And he's not getting paid for it. And then finally, he does go to the one of the Edge, one of the, the Q106 sister station, and he's doing uh, production still for all the stations. And he's doing some air shifts here and there, and everything's going pretty good. And then he calls the rape crisis hotline. Now, remember when I <laughs> you guys get suspended? Remember when I got suspended for calling the rape crisis hotline? But they let me still come in and do production. Right. You're not allowed on the air, but you can do production. Yeah. Anyways, to make a long story actually, short. Actually, I wasn't even allowed in the studio. You guys do something and get fired. I'm in Arizona. I come back. They fire me because they know that if they get rid of you two, there's no way they can let me have an open mic. You know, I'm going to tear the whole company down. In fact, that was the day Lansing Radio died. And then Bob Olson, who was the operations manager there, told J-Dubs, you know, some people have it, some people don't. Here's an operations manager in market 119, it may even be up to 121 now, who told him, and I quote, you will never, ever be on the air in a major market. Your and voice. here we are in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., perhaps, like you like to say, and it is probably the most powerful and uh, city in the free world. Yeah. And here you are. Here you are throwing up, throwing up in buckets at Dave and Buster's and co-hosting a Saturday night show. It's beautiful. Do you, uh, Bob used to go around to all the uh, my my bosses like Chili and uh, the production director um, Randy Randy and tell them do not put J Dub's voice on any spots. Not even a ten second tag. I used to voice the um, the promos for the Edge. He tell me he, every time he heard one. Take it off the air right away. Someone else voice it. In fact, uh, Shafee and I, when we were upstairs, I guess it was Thursday night when he got into town, and they were playing the promos, Ron and Fresward, during the night show for the upcoming event at Dave and Buster's that happened yesterday. We just looked at each other, and Bob would be rolling his eyes right now yeah. on a promo in a major market. Uh, Goddess Halloween on the AOL for Broadband says, Dubs is a cutie. Hey, you are winning the hearts the hearts and the souls, J-Dubs, of the ladies and gentlemen in this, the most powerful city in the free the world. The thing is, I'm not just the uh, the media darling of WJFK. I'm becoming a heartthrob of Washington, D.C. I hope that was from a, uh, a female listener, but I came, I, I, I came bearing me. gifts. 
Whoa, hold on a I sec. came bearing. You guys think I'm going to come. Now, you guys didn't give me anything. That's no surprise. Well, but, um, no. You're, you're giving me a mic on your show. I can appreciate that. I come from Detroit to see my buddies and be on the show, and I brought a gift. And this gift is, I, I actually brought gifts for both of you. Um, I'm going to give one to J-Dubs. Yours, El Jefe, I forgot at home. I'm sorry. It's always funny how huh? I'm always the forgotten one. I'm always the forgotten one in any relationship that I'm in. There are a couple of uh, porn DVD porn and uh, yeah, some interesting titles. But he, wait, try it. We can dump out. Dark Meat. <laughs> Dark Meat's fine. And then get this. An actual film called Pop That Coochie. <laughs> featuring <laughs> some of the uh, most beautiful hood rats. In the ghetto. So it's hood rats like oh, it's like in southeast and downtown Detroit. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's no, they have weaves, no and fake teeth. nails. Oh, they got no teeth. Some of them don't have any teeth. It's if like they do, crack gold, so some gold teeth. There's crack whores. There's but, actually gummings going on in the video. Yeah, there's gra there's crack whores that are like always really skinny, but yet they still got that banging booty. F <laughs> I want one That's my favorite. The booty's always the last to go, whether it's AIDS or uh, being a crackhead. The booty's the last to go. I want to see Thank a porn. God. I want to see a porn called F My Gap. That's why I want. <laughs> <laughs> just, with a bit, just two teeth missing. Just that's the whole thing. This whole fetish. Just two teeth missing. <laughs> F My Gap. You know, honestly, you probably have to have like four missing, like top and bottom, to yeah. really make it like really, really good. That'd be awesome. You know what? I've always wanted. I've always wanted to direct a porn. Who's to say we couldn't find some chick? Tommy, not the teeth. I, I guarantee Tommy can find a website on it. <laughs> it makes me wonder, though. I mean, a lot of uh, there's a ton of porn out there, and a lot of them are in porno movies. These porno stars. Some of them aren't really stars, but you know, some of the titles are amazing. Like this one. You imagine the women that are in this talking to their friends. Well, yeah, I'm I'm in some movies. Really, what kind of movies? Well, they're you know pornos, adult flicks. Well. All right, uh, give me any titles. Well, isn't that one Pop That Coochie? Did you see that? So they're Pop That Coochie. <laughs> and now you can sadly say, yes, yes, I have. Yes, I own it. Hey, you know what? I'm, we're kind of making fun of it, but I've used it a couple of times, and it works. You know what? And here's the thing, and I don't know about you guys, uh, before you give your present to J-Dub, mm -hmm. my whole thing about pornography is that I like to get into the situation. <laughs> I like to act like I'm really there because I'll be honest, when I'm punching and I'm trying to get a finish and complete, I can't unless it's a situation that I know I could be in, that's, that's feasible. And if I could get something with crack whores, to me that's feasible. Like one night I'm slumming and I'm deciding I'm going to go down to Southeast or uh, Oxen Hill. K Street. Pick me up a crack whore and... Is it like in cars or in some, alleys? No, some or? of it is like where the guy is uh, driving around in a car and all of a sudden you see a crack whore walking down in an alley, dark ghetto street somewhere, picks her up, talks to her a little bit, takes her back to the place and pops that coochie. Oh, that's, hey, is that what we're doing tonight? Can we do I'm that? In. We do that at Bridges? I'm game. Speaking of crack whores, I'm, I'm into it. On two different occasions, I've had crack whores offer me, you know, oral. To give him twenty bucks to buy crack, two different occasions. Where are you? I've never had one a crack. Oh, look, listen, I've never had a crack whore proposition me. One actually happened in Fallingdale. Wow, white chick? Yeah, white chick. Whoa, 
Well, come on, crack is everywhere. You never think of it hitting the the heartland, Fowlerville, Michigan. Now we have a problem. God forbid it's in Fowlerville where all the white people are. Exactly. God forbid the the, no, the rich white kids in Plano, Texas, are having uh, heroin and black tar. Forget the fact that it's been in the ghettos forever. Now that it's where all the white people live in Fowlerville, Plano, uh, uh, we got to stop this. The thing is, Fowlerville is the land of. Uh, I, I would say they do a lot of cocaine in Fowlerville. It's not. It's not a. It's not exactly a upscale white town. Yeah, you know? despite the fact that uh, they're white, uh, Fowlerville isn't really a big concern. By the way, to introduce everybody, it's El Jefe's Hideout. Kind of a new voice you're listening to. Of course, you recognize uh, El Jefe, me. That is J Dubs and Shafey. Our buddies here. Shafey hails from Detroit. Uh, Dubs is from Fowlerville, Michigan, just the most hick place you could ever go. I'm originally from Texas, in Dallas, Texas, but I ended up in Michigan for a little while. Shafee came to visit us. He forgot my my presence. Pop, pop that coochie. Pop that coochie and dark meat. Mm -hmm. Dark meat's pretty good, too, because they're really dark. Dark Darkest chicks? people on the planet. Now, is it white guys having sex with the dark chicks, or is it black guys? It's mostly all black guys. I don't think... I mean, you can find white guys that'll bang black girls, but these ones, I don't know if you could... It's hard to find anybody that was willing to bang the ones and pop that coochie. I, <laughs> I, I don't even I, think they're real people. Can you mail this? Hmm? Can you mail this? Mail it. Mail it to me. Yeah, I'll mail it to you. When As soon as you get home, I'd like to have it by next Friday. You see, if I'm watching a black porn, I like to see a white guy. I like to see a little checkered but stuff. That way you can yeah. get into it. Though. I like to pretend I'm a black man a lot of times. That's what but I like to do. But then you unzip your pants, you know you aren't. Well, yes, and as we'll, as we'll find out a little bit later on, actually, in this show. Also, too, to kind of tease for a second before you give away the gift. Yeah, yeah. let's get to the gift. Well, hold on. i got to say, I found this newspaper article. Maybe... I don't want to hype it up as the funniest thing I've ever read, but just the pure fact that it's on newspaper and it's in a newspaper, and as a little hint, it's about our operations manager, Cameron Gray. So that is coming up for you in about ten minutes. First, I want to talk about that guy, too. I've met him a couple of times. I've got a few words I'd like to say about First, Shafee, please present your gift to J-Dubs. Now, remember... You didn't get J-Dubs anything for his birthday. I was the one that got him the Charles Rogers number 80 Detroit Lions jersey. Yes, you called into the hideout. What do you have, in, I guess, in your pocket that's going to make it up to J-Dubs? This is a gift for him, but it's really a gift for his uh, significant other. Talking about tonight, maybe for the next few hours. Some uh, buddies of mine, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but they've uh, come across a ton of uh, an endless supply of uh, free Viagra. <laughs> and I was thinking that Dubs, who's usually up for doing anything, eating anything. You want me to do it during the show? Well, I want you to. It lasts for hours, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. I, if we, we, we want to go to the bar. I don't know if I want to walk around. No, but I wanted, to, I wanted you to take it, like, maybe right now and see if, you know, discuss the effects of it as the show goes on. I, I'll do that, but I'll be, I'm really upset if I'm at the bar later with the. <laughs> Now, I have to warn you. I have to warn you. Listen to me. I have to warn you. This is something that it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, I know. And uh, although if it becomes habit-forming, which it shouldn't, it could affect your ability to maintain an erection or even achieve one without this. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be like an enabler. I don't want to push you into this. It's a long, hard road town, Viagraville. I got a, I, here's, I got a couple of concerns about this, J-Dub. Okay. First and foremost, I know you've had very little sleep. Yeah. I know whenever you're taking any sort of pills, you need to be drinking a lot of water. 
And I, for me, I know you're going to drink probably three Pepsis tonight, along with some liquor. And I don't, I don't want you to die. I don't want you He's to keel over. Die. He's not going to die. Taking the Viagra. You're not going to die. Secondly, I've heard it takes Viagra 30 minutes to kick in. I say if you're going to take the Viagra, you take it at 10 o'clock. Why? That way toward the end of the show. Uh-uh. You don't think so? No. Compare it to, like, LSD. How long, how, how long is the stiffy supposed to last? Like, five hours. So you want to take it right now, yeah. knowing that you're going to have this stiffy for two and a half hours of sitting in the studio with us. It doesn't do anything for your libido. It's not like he's going to be here all horny. But he's, he's just going to have an erection. But but it's going to be a, a wasted one. But it's going to give us an advantage in a game that we're going to play a little bit later tonight. I know, but I'm just saying, you're talking about having it for his chick. I'm afraid that you're going to take it too early by the time we go to the bar, to, by the time you get home. You're not going to have anything left for your woman. Well, you know what? If you're going to take if, it, if, if, you know going, what? if you're going to the bar, I'm not going to have anything left for my woman anyway. Take this. It doesn't do anything for your libido. Once you're finished, are you really going to take it? Here, you can take this. You can take it later if you want to. But I think for the show, this is an experiment. I've never... Uh... Tommy, get in here. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I want to take a vote on this. You think so? Yeah. I, I'll stay out of it. To, uh, I know you guys are split. It's Tommy's decision. What good is it if he takes it at the end of the show and we can't even talk about it on the radio? I'm, I, I think I'm, it's funny. I, I'm thinking about his woman. 800-636-1067. I'm, is it really going to be funny for him to have wood on the radio show? Is it, is it going to be funny? It could. What do you think, Bateman? I don't really want to see him walking around with that. I do. I think it would be funny. Hmm. Tommy's very emotionless today. He's been very emotionless the last couple of days. What's wrong, man? I ate some hot peppers last night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. You you honestly believe, Shafee, it's going to be good for the show? No, I think it'll, like I alluded to earlier, I don't want to get too much into it, but we've got a ton of things planned for this show, and I think that if he takes a Viagra right now, it'll be funnier in a little bit when we get to what we're going to do. I've got something that I've been thinking about. I know you guys don't know about it, but I wanted to contribute to the show, and I've got something, a little tiny segment maybe we get to, and uh, if he takes a pill right now, I think it'll be more interesting. Maybe i got some women coming down here. Maybe. You never know. By the way, women, if you'd like to come down, 10800 Main Street, we have a better chance of getting pizzas than Pone down here. Yeah, bring a pizza. Yeah, where's the pizza? We like to see the slice between any, your legs. Any women out there, bring a pizza. All right, you know what, Dubs? I'm changing my mind. I'm in. Right. He's in. I'm in for the Viagra. All right, well, hold on a second. Okay. Andrew, welcome into the hideout. I was just saying, you know what? You got to take one for the team, man. You know, protect your lady. I mean, they're protecting your lady, but even you're saying that if you go to the bar, she's not gonna. You're not gonna have anything left for her. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't care. I'll do it. It's just a, you know what's uh, gonna be the worst though when we're at the bar and we're all drunk and you're like dancing with the chick and you automatically you have the wood. Go to the bar. It's over. Do it, Dubs. Right. I'm in. I'm in. Thank you, Andrew. Right. See that? That was part of the fun. Like, I, there's no need for me to ever take Viagra at this point in my life. But if I was going to do it just for fun, I think it would be fun to go to the bar and walk around with my. Let my me see the pill real pitched. quick. Let me see the pill real quick. This is Viagra. Huh? This is the. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't smell. I mean, Raphael Palmero, it works for him. Why don't you snort it? 
What happens if you snort? No buzz. Not at all? No. I'm sure your buddies have tried. Your nose gets in, hard. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I was with Shafee and a couple of buddies that played on our base field, baseball team together. We're in the middle of this wide open bar. We're hardcore. Okay. And what was it, like Xanax or something? He breaks something over in the middle of like a Hooters, chops it up, and starts snorting it right there in the middle of the Hooters. <laughs> like, and then mixing it in the drink. I do have a lot of friends that are uh, very depressed with reality. I wait a second. Looking for Before you take it, Jag. Jag, who helped out yesterday. Okay. Jag, who works here at the station. Jag uh, is here with some Viagra info. Jag, brought up for the first time. Oh, Welcome bro, into up? the hideout, man. What's going down, bro? Uh, not much. Just want to tell Dubs over there. He should take the Viagra. I'll take care of his girl. Don't worry about it. Oh, he's he's sitting here telling me he's got Viagra info. Thank you, Jagon. Anytime, Dubs. Anything for you, bro. Later. All right, later, later. Like I said before, it's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to make you horny. Yeah, I, I, I'll i take it. I just wanted to get a good vote from you guys. I'm just take it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. How I mean, are we going to test to make sure you got one? He's going to tell us. You can trust me. I'm not going to lie about uh, uh, about an erection. Okay, go ahead. All right. Maybe it won't work on him. He is stupid. <sighs> oh, dude. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done <laughs> There it is. He's taking it. That was, like, sorry down. that was 15 hits of ecstasy condensed <laughs> into one pill. I'm you're sorry. Gonna, you're going to look like Paris Hilton in a few minutes. <laughs> you are going to think we're hot. <laughs> All right, man. You feeling any effect? I figure right around nine o'clock or so, you should have some effects from the Viagra. Yeah, I, I figure right around. That. This is so exciting. I don't know why. Eight twenty-nine, the official time that J Dubs eats Viagra. This is. I'm, I'm. I'm. I don't know why I'm so excited for you, but I feel bad for your chick that she's not going to get to. How about this? How about we do this? Why don't we uh, go ahead and let's take it? Uh, hideout hotline. Welcome in. Let me talk to Tommy. Hold on. Uh-oh, that can't be good. What the hell's that all about? You there? You put him on hold. All right. All right. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Ready to take a break? You got the commercials lined up? Get everything ready for the break. 800-636-1067. Get ready to go on a trip, Dubs. 202-432-1067. Uh, let's talk to Chris real quick. Chris, welcome into the hideout. Hey. Yeah, I was gonna ask Jay Dubs, uh, how's he feeling after eating all those chili peppers last night? Yeah, last night at the big show. I I puked him up right away, so I feel fine. No problem. Yeah. No problems at all. It's really no winner in that contest, man. I mean, uh, even if you are the lose, even if you are the winner, you're still losing the next day. Yep. So good times. So wait a second. Now you're trying to you're recovering from what happened last night, and you're doing this too. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. This goddess Halloween's really in love with you, man. I like a mature guy, and I tell you, Dubs is going to be more handsome. Goddess Halloween as he grows older. Goddess Halloween? Yeah. I guarantee you. Fat gothic chick. <laughs> Guaranteed. Or it's Tommy. Or it's Tommy. Let's take a break. I'll have a side out 106.7. Uh, WJFK. K. Looking for black boxes. She is one lovely Hershey bar. LFA's hideout on Washington's 106.7. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. You have 11 new messages. Just check it in. Give me a ring. I'm at 555-4329. Cameron. I'm at a payphone. There, pick up. Pick up, 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 pick up. Hey, I'll be home later. Okay, I'm home. Give me a button when you get
crunch all night. Crush. Hey, man. Me again. I was just taking a whiz. Thought you might have called. Okay, later. We're having ourselves quite a little game of phone tag here. Man crush. I just blow drying my hair. Uh, thought I heard the phone ring. Whatever happened to you? Anyway, call me. We'll talk about it. Man crush. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. Now at Bay's Hideout on Washington 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into the hideout on a beautiful Saturday night. In Washington, D.C., I am El Hafe. That's my buddy, J-Dubs. The J-Dubs Woodwatch is on. Uh, about ten minutes ago, J-Dubs took a Viagra, a present from the Metherman sitting in on our show tonight, Shafee. A uh, good buddy of ours from Michigan. Uh, does a whole. We got to keep reintroducing you. Riff in Detroit. W R I F. You don't always have to mention the call letters of a radio station. It means nothing to me. A W W L. Okay, that's wrestling. Cool. That's cool. The, an up and coming Detroit rap star. That's Shafee. Cool. That's, that's it. That's and one of our best buds. I can't stop chewing. So he brought Dubs a Viagra. Dubs took the Viagra ten minutes ago, and we've got the J Dubs would watch. Nothing's happening yet. I hear I hear Viagra takes about thirty minutes to yeah. kick in. I I'm not getting worried yet, but yeah, nothing's happening yet. Now what I'm what I'm curious about, I don't know a whole lot about it. I mean obviously I know what it's supposed to do, but is it the type of thing that um when you're stimulated or becoming aroused then it'll kick in or is it gonna kick in regardless of what you're doing? I hear regardless. it regardless. Yeah, I hear it kicks in regardless. And I wonder how that works. Like how does it know to send the blood there? Wouldn't it be great if you were, like, uh, slipping it to somebody on your hockey team or something before the game, then afterwards everybody's showering and, like, the guy in the shower all of a sudden is, like, hugely aroused? <laughs> I'm sure that happens. I have no doubt that people are probably pulling uh, tricks like that. And then you've got these new things like Levitra, which uh, sponsor the Redskins, uh, national, the National Football League. Mm -hmm. so you've got all these. In fact, we even run commercials, I think, for another one. Yeah. It's supposed to enhance your manhood and... It enable you to go longer it's so funny on most of the the levitra commercial it doesn't actually ever show anything that would you know really call it levitra i mean i call it like a uh viagra type thing except for the guys dropping back well the football through the hole you know yeah exactly yeah, and yeah, then, he then you know what's going on he can't get the football in the hole he keeps missing and, oh. and levitra comes on and it goes right through i'm convinced that those commercials selling those products are aimed directly towards women and not even the men who would use the product because if you listen to them all it's a guy talking about you know i've been on this for six months and my wife hasn't been happier since we first got married i'm giving it to her five six times a night blah 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 my wife is very happy so i'm thinking that the women hear that not the guys, because the guys driving around are like, you know what? I don't want to bang my wife again. I'm not into it. Well, you know, you're fine. Once you're dried up, you're fine. I don't care how long a guy's been married to a chick. The chick's lost a feeling comfortable. Yeah, why don't we get you on a pill? It's just not happening anymore. Like I've that, noticed you know? you're depressed, and I don't excite you anymore. Let's do it artificially. Well, I'm sure artificial stimulation is going to help our romance. I think it's more of an ultimatum in reality. Maybe not in the commercial. In the commercial, it's honey. Or hey, honey, we're tossing guess, the football what? around. Try to catch the yeah. football. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> got it past you. Guess what I just did? I got on uh, this product, and now we can make love again. Or and what I can if... throw a football through a tire. Yeah. Hey, watch this. It's more an ultimatum. I, you know You're going to take this or I want, else. I want someone to sue 
because they take the pill and they can't throw the football through the tire. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> I want to see it at the punt, kick, and pass uh, events for little kids. I want to see if that helps. <laughs> you give it to kids so they can punt, kick, and pass. I got to win my region. <laughs> I want to be in the. I want to be in Ford Field. I'm going to take some little beach. I want my eight-year-old to get that plaque. Oh man, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven works for the guy in the commercial. The J Dubs Wood Watch is on. The Wood Watch. We have other things that we're trying to keep up with as well. So uh, during the last segment, our uh, operations manager hit the hotline on us, called the hideout hotline, told us to stay away from a certain wood. <laughs> word. word, word for wood, word for wood. Uh, I may say so, but it jogged my mind and my memory. You have to be more creative. That's all. That we right here have a, a newspaper article that was sent to us about a person here at WJFK, straight out of the, out of the Orange County Review, which I guess is Orange County, Virginia, 1988 OCHS graduate. A radio star. By Maria Pace, review staff writer. Oh, yeah! <clears throat> so allow me to read this article. A radio to you. star. Allow me to read this article to you. Dig it! Who would be the, the radio star? Who could be? Don? No? J Dubs? No. Shafee? Ron? Bez? Orange? Jag? Howard ja- Stern? Jag, I, I would actually say, is a pretty good candidate for that. Bill O'Reilly? Bill O'Reilly, yeah. He's not a star. Rush Limbaugh, no. At least not on the radio. Actually, turns out the answer's right here in the first sentence of the article. Kramer! Cameron Gray, oh. our operations manager, doesn't well, say that in the article. Well, he can thank us for being famous then for putting him in all of our uh, imagers. Yeah. Cameron Gray has gone a long way toward fulfilling his dreams since his days as a part-time DJ on 96.7 FM in Orange. Elizabeth! Gray moved to Orange when he was 13 and entered OCHS as a freshman in 1984. I was from Long Island originally and didn't like having to live in the country at first, but really grew to love it and look back at some great times. I would definitely do it all over the same way. Gray said. Was that him? <laughs> that was him. Where'd that come from? I knew I wanted to be on the radio since I was a little kid on Long Island, recording local radio stations. On... Then why aren't you on Recording it? local rail... <laughs> I knew I wanted to be... I knew I wanted to be on the radio since I was a little awesome. kid on Long Island, recording local radio stations on my realistic cassette quarter, and then doing my own DJing along with the music on the radio. That was just my first real taste of it, and I was officially hooked. <laughs> Is that a commercial for a broadcasting school? Said Gray. Now, hold on a second. I've actually got a clip of a young Cameron Gray pretending... Like he was a DJ back in 1984 or whatever it was. Another day, another day. Speaking of Don, this is my payday today. All right, now, folks, I'm gonna play some music till the music ends. Okay. Star to make it. So much, so much. Might see you again tomorrow, same time. I'm telling you. If that was my child, I'd have whooped his ass. <laughs> 206 FM. I just said, you little son of a, you little talentless son of a bitch, come here. 
report to me, you son of a bitch, and beaten them uh, like the child deserves to be beaten. This is your DJ reporting? The DJ of the day. The DJ of the day reporting? Gray was able to really explore his passion on the air right here in Orange is, County. Is that legal? <laughs> little kid. I'm trying to read the article here. Okay. Gray was able to really explore his passion on the air right here in Orange County. I was Kyle Stevens for a few months in the spring and early summer of 1988. <laughs> Just as I was graduating, I loved every minute of it. I'll never forget the first song. I'll never forget the first song of my shift was Billy Ocean's "Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car." Kyle Stevens reporting. Hold on, I'm calling. This is Kyle. Hi, it's Cameron Gray, WJFK. I am out of the office at the Infinity Broadcasting Managers meeting until Thursday, November 20th. Please hit zero and ask for Lisa Broyhill if this is an emergency or if you need something taken care of right away. If not, leave me a message, and I will get back to you when I return on Thursday, November 20th. <laughs> it sounds like a little kid. Your message at the tone. It sounds like a little kid. Stay on the line for further options. This is Cameron Gray's voicemail reporting. <laughs> hey, uh, Cameron, we quit. I want you to get out of my dreams and get into Kyle's car. <laughs> we want Kyle Stevens. We quit. We no longer want to work for Cameron Gray. We'd rather work for Kyle Stevens. I was Kyle Stevens. Hey, this is Kyle Stevens on 96.7 in Orange County. What a Virginia. cool name. What's wrong with Cameron Gray? Why wouldn't he be Cameron Gray? Why would he? My dreams. Kyle Stevens. Do you even remember your first shift as a radio personality? I remember my first shift, probably, but I don't remember any of the songs I played on. His first shift was the one that they gave him on Q106 in Lansing, the tryout. All right. Do you remember what song you played at first? No. He didn't play any songs. You had That's the problem. You talked for 10 minutes. <laughs> it was a lower grade of the treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Except at that point, you could talk for 10 minutes. It's hard now, all of a sudden, you get here and you got to go music intensive. You remember? Remember the first song you ever played? I went Tommy Intensive first. I don't remember the first song I ever Which played. Which band has it? It was at a uh, top 40 CHR type station, so it wasn't anything the, memorable. I, I could, and this is to me what's kind of scary about Cameron. He's such a radiophile. He's a radiophile who happens to work in the industry. Because for you to remember the first song you ever played, Jesus. no less put it in an article, what's a radiophile? A person who's completely obsessed with the industry, like this, this is like a pedophile. Douchebags in this industry. The people that run websites. Oh, like the, the people. Uh, usually, radiophiles aren't even in the, in the industry, though. That's what's odd. So he's like, in some yeah, some way, obsessed, legitimized. Yeah. He's running a major market radio station. So wait a second. Cameron Gray was the radiophile. Kyle Stevens was in radio. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. <laughs> I forgot about Kyle that. Stevens reporting on WJFK. So we just found out that Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams, get into my car. The article continues. My parents own Big Scoop's ice cream parlor on the circle in <laughs> Gordonsville, and we spent the majority of our time there when not in school. Gray said. Uh, Gray continues to say. My best memories are Latin club trips with my old friend Spencer <laughs> Richardson and our teacher Betty Hogan. Oh, trips to Frequent trips with friends to Charlottesville and Fredericksburg, and wonderful classes taught by Larry Arbogast and Gail Saratinsky. Most of my friends were in the band, even though I didn't play any sort of instrument. Yeah, get, Most get. of my friends were bald-ass Latinos. 
Oh, yeah. Wait a I don't think, the band. I don't think the Latin club actually meant that he was hanging out with Latinos. <laughs> That's like the, the, the language. Like I think, I think that was... <laughs> I think that was the the bathhouse he hung out at, the Latin club. Ah, yes, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, they don't get together in the Latin club to go to Baja Fresh Field Trips. Woodwatch, any wood? Not yet. All right. Nothing yet on the Woodwatch. Again, reading an article about your WJFK operations manager, Cameron Gr We're still recording. We're still on his voicemail. Yeah, hey, that's right. Hang on there, Kyle Stevens. We're going to finish this article up in a second. So we found out that he liked Latin boys. <laughs> Was that the last thing that we heard? No <laughs> uh, wonder he likes you so much. Yeah, exactly. The Mexican bobble. Reminds him of his old days of being Kyle Stevens. Greg graduated George Mason University in 1992 with a B.A. in speech communications. I'm sorry. Maximum recording time. Oh, damn it. Would you like to listen to your message? What sucks is that he's not going to be able to hear this until he gets back from the Bahamas. What's even better is that he's not going to be able to get any other messages the whole time. It's all us everywhere. All right. Um, let's see here. A BA in speech communication went on to receive a master's degree in telecommunication from George Mason. Went on to receive oral from a Latin boy. In 1997. I was the assistant producer of the G. Gordon Liddy Show for about eight years. I was also a producer on the Sports Junkies for a year and a half until they left to do mornings at another station here in D.C. Mistake. I stuck around here until I was promoted to my new position in May. Mistake. <laughs> Kyle Stevens. Mistake. Gray is currently the operations director for WJFK in Fairfax and... Hold on. i got to flip to page A7. A7. Of the Orange County Review. Thank you. Is that, is that a daily or weekly publication? Um, it's monthly. It says general newspaper. All right, that's probably... Hold on. It looks like this chick wrote the same... <laughs> Wait a second. How is this legitimate? Because Maria Price wrote 1988 OCHS graduate, a radio star. She also wrote Decision 2003, Voters Choose Orange Leaders. <laughs> She's on all and the And Veterans Remembered. Okay. They only got one chick, one whore working at this station or this, uh, this newspaper. She's a news sound. Oh, no. Okay, this is queer. <laughs> go, to, go to page A7. <laughs> this is a newspaper. There's a picture of Cameron, a kind of a heavier Cameron, with Cameron Diaz. And the caption is... That's when, that's when Cameron was a chubby bottom. You see that? <laughs> the, the caption is a couple of Camerons. Oh, my God. Radio personality and OCHS graduate Cameron Gray enjoys the perks of his job, such as hanging out with film star Cameron Diaz in this undated photo. What do you think he was doing here? I used to be Kyle Stevens, Cameron. <laughs> I was hugely successful on the radio. I don't know if you know this. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of Kyle Stevens? Uh, he's an executive producer of the Washington Redskins Radio Network. He's also an adjunct professor at GMU where he teaches classes in radio production. I've never heard him do any radio production. How is it that he's a teacher? How is it that he's a teacher at a university and I have to teach at a broadcasting school? I'm a better producer radio production-wise than Cameron Gray is. Um, in addition to that, Cameron does so much more. I've worked on the Skins games for nine years now. The first eight, I was the parabolic microphone operator, getting audio from the field for the broadcast. Now I produce Sonny, Sam, and Frank from inside the broadcast booth on the 50-yard line. We also, we also travel and... 
We also travel on the team charter, flying with the Redskins to every away game. I can I can tell that he teaches at a uh, some kind of uh, broadcasting school or university because he's telling everybody to talk with a smile. You can tell he's talking with yeah. a smile there. He's broadcasting with a smile. <laughs> everybody can tell over the airwaves when you have a smile. Hi, I'm Kyle Stevens. <laughs> Kyle Stevens. Where would that even come from? Like El Jefe, I chose for egotistical reasons because that means that everybody has to call me the boss. J-Dubs, your name came about because I think you look like a white version of Jay-Z, or at least you used to, so we figure J-Whitey, J-Dubs, it's kind of evolved just into dubs. Shafee actually happens to be your middle name, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle Stevens. Where would that come from? Do you think that was like a kid from his Latin club that died or I, I couldn't even, I can't even imagine what that is I went true love Kyle <laughs> from Wait, I, didn't, I didn't say it with a smile my went true love Kyle Stevens uh, Gray is engaged to marry Kathy I'm not going to give out her last name Stevens <laughs> soon to be Stevens Kathy Stevens in April uh, Stevens originally from Dallas is an advertising executive I play think... poker like it's going out of do what do you think we can have uh... We can get the, uh, when they do get married, we can get the uh, reverend or whoever to say, Kyle, do you take that? <laughs> <laughs> How much money do you think it would cost? I don't think it would cost very much. It's such a beautiful... Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to unite a radio file <laughs> with a chick that's way out of his league, Kyle. Radio File Kyle. Radio File Kyle. How many new names are we coming up with for our operations manager this evening? And let me say something about this Kathy Stevens. <laughs> this chick is smoking. She got a great body. I mean, she's just a hot, hot girl. And Cameron, to me, I look, I look at the two of them, and to me, there's no way that Cameron can satisfy her. Just, just looking at him and looking at her... I don't see it. I don't see where he's able to deliver the goods at all. Viagra. <laughs> Speaking of, where's the wood watch at? I've been on it for over 25 minutes. Nothing yet. Wow. Is this exciting you at all? <laughs> Maybe it doesn't work. What, Kyle Stevens? Kyle Stevens. You would think. Nothing with Kyle Stevens, huh? Nothing yet. All right, so we were talking about um, Stevens, originally from Dallas, is an advertising executive. I play poker like it's going out of style, and I proposed to her on a recent trip to Las Vegas in the gardens of the Bellagio Hotel. <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> if you're gonna... And then I dropped the money I used for the... For the I, put, I put the ring on the craps table. Gray invites <laughs> any of his old mates to contact him. Should I give out his email? Should I get, the emails, the the emails in the article. Should I give out Cameron's personal email? His personal one. It's it's here in the. Apparently, Cameron wants. In print. Cameron wants to get back in touch with everybody in the Latin Boys Club. <laughs> in the original Kyle Stevens, you can contact Kyle Stevens. Kyle Stevens at radiofile.com. Do I, should I give it out? What do you think? Give it out. Think so? Why not? Well, because what if we got a lot of people listening, a lot of radio. A lot of other radio files, and some of them aren't that 
fond of Cameron. Not at all. In fact, most of them hate them. For it's no, for in the newspaper. But this is barely even a newspaper. If they had a front page article about Cameron Gray, and if every, I don't consider it a newspaper. And if the same I chick, consider it a batch rag. And if every chick is writing the, the, every article in the paper, it's not really a paper. I know what happened. They had this picture of Cameron Diaz. It was the only one they had, and they figured we got to put it in the paper. Cameron Diaz in our paper, but who is this guy? They did their research, and they found out Cameron Gray. I've never heard of that. Yeah, he used to be Kyle Stevens. Oh! <laughs> Put it in there. All right. Everything worked out. He looks so scared being next to a, a hot chicken. In fact, this chick could, could resemble Cameron Diaz. Just thinking, I wish she had a penis. I wish she had a penis. I wish she had a penis. <laughs> I hope she's talking. I hope she's talking. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to give out Cam's email. I, we've, we've, you can you can you can email them on our website. I will tell you though, I'll make it I'll make it harder. The Orange County Review can be found online. Make it harder. Woodwatch, Woodwatch, Woodwatch. What's happening with the Woodwatch? Nothing yet, man. Nothing. Coming yet. close to a half hour. Thirty minutes. We're coming up on one minute until the uh, the thing is final. So there it is. Operations Manager Cameron Gray on the front page of his hometown newspaper. Wait, 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 wait. Does he get this weekly or whatever? Because this is mailed to him, or did they just specially mail it out to him? I don't know. Does he just take? Does he keep that in touch with his uh, hometown like that and just order the Orange County paper? I guess. I have no idea. How sad is that? I feel bad for the kid. Could you imagine? You know what I'm pissed about? What? How is the Grand Prairie Daily News not doing an article on El Jefe? I was in the Detroit Free Press. Were you really? Yeah. For what? Um, it was just a small little write-up that says uh, local boy or whatever, young man, uh, lands job at WRIF in Detroit. He also manages Sabu and the AWWL and blah, blah. Up-and-coming rapper? Yeah, I mentioned that. Did you mention Kid Rock and Eminem, too? No. Nothing, Nothing about them. <laughs> kind of... Trying to steer clear of that whole thing. Trying to distance yourself from them? Yeah. Well, there it is. Different scene. Congratulations to Cameron Gray, our operations manager here at 106.7. Way to go, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle Stevens. The real. You're listening to the real Kyle Stevens on 96.7 WALK. The real deal. Kyle Stevens is the real deal. Dig it, Kyle. Did you notice now? Hold on a sec. Let's do one more thing. Okay. Let me call, let me call him back. This is Kyle voice Stevens. Mail? I want to call his voicemail one more time. Is it both? I don't know. We'll see. I want to listen. I want to listen to see what happens, like the current message, and then what he was as a kid. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> Speaking of dollars, that's infamous. I got my turn up today. and turn up the uh, instant replay a little bit because as a kid he mumbled. Hi, it's Cameron Gray, WJFK. I am out of the office at an Infinity Broadcasting Manager's meeting until what about Thursday, that? November 20th. Please so we have no managers Zero, there. and ask for Lisa Royhill if this is an emergency or if you need something taken care of right away. If not, leave me a message, and I will get back to you when I return on Thursday, November 20th. Thanks for calling. I hear the message off. at the tone. Oh. I don't hear this voice change. I think it's got more gay. <laughs> <laughs> a little more high pitched. Thank you. I wish Kyle Stevens was a babysitter. Hang on. The favorite part is coming up. Again tomorrow, same time. I'll tell you. 
Okay, okay, two oh six. Right here. This is Kevin Gray, your DJ of the day reporting. <laughs> your DJ for the day reporting. Congratulations, douche. I mean, Cameron Gray. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the front page of the Orange County. Way to go, Kyle! More coming up for you. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Before we do the old school jam of the week, you know what Cameron Gray would want us to do. A legal ID. Remember that we must get in the legal ID, especially because he's listening right now. And I don't think we played a one last night, <laughs> We're on the air. Oops. Old school jam of the week. Deucey, uh Daisy Dukes, 106.7 WJFK.
jail just for all the things that you've helped make worse in this country, and I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You should be hanged, you scum! What you do is sick and depraved, you should be shot! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? LFA's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back into the hideout Saturday night. Your Saturday night brother's back with you, El Jefe. J-Dogs, Tommy Bateman answering your phone calls. Open lines this segment, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Sitting in with us this evening, our buddy from Detroit, Detroit's finest up-and-coming rapper, Shafee. Album out 2004, spring of 2004. Yeah, why talking it up tonight? Last night it was a different story. The whole new audience, bro. All right. I thought I thought you got pissed at us. I did. Last night you got pissed at us because we made a mockery of your so-called musical career. I thought tonight we're doing a whole wrestling thing where we're putting you over, and you're the next up-and-coming big thing out of the Detroit rap scene. Well, now you're talking. It's a fact. <laughs> I mean, you should talk about facts on this show. I tell you what the fact That's a is. Fact couple of things we got to get you updated on. Okay. So far, pizza for plugs, we don't have a winner yet. Resetting what the game is, the very first person to bring up a pizza to 10800 Main Street in Fairfax wins all the free plugs they want for the rest of the night on the hideout. So you got to strike while the iron's hot while we have a lot of time left. Exactly. Check it out. I'll one-up it. Free. F-R-E-E. Free advanced copy of my album when it comes out. The album? The album. Sick Bumps. Spring 2004, the release date? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, what the hell? It's a free CD. People love free stuff. We were talking about that today when we were out uh, grabbing some lunch, thinking about, you know, how many different ways you could save money. This is so true. Exactly. By just stealing. And it's not even stealing because it's complimentary. It's free stuff. I'm talking about ketchup, mustard, napkins, toilet paper. Here's the thing. Uh, we go, uh, we're about to watch Notre, the Notre Dame game. We had just woken up. I had just gotten back from actually working out. Go over to uh, Popeye's. Popeye's chicken. I love fried chicken. Mm -hmm. I love fried chicken. So I go to Popeye's, get the number two, three-piece mixed. I got the red beans and rice. And as I'm going and filling up my soda, I decide at the same time, I need silverware at home. I don't like to wash a lot. I don't like to wash dishes. I don't like to wash clothes. Bath I don't tubs. like to wash bathtubs. And I'm thinking, you know what? Instead of washing forks, for the next two weeks, I could live off of the free sporks that are sitting right here at Popeye's. So what do I do? I grab all the sporks and I stuff them into my bag and we take off. When I was over at your place staying there when we first moved out, to uh, Washington D.C., I noticed that you don't use glassware for like glasses, all plastic cups, all plastic club, uh, cups, all plastic uh, or paper plates, and all sporks from Popeyes. I assume that since your divorce. Yes, exactly. I mean, what's the point? In fact, actually, I, I, when I moved out of here, you guys were still together. We were still together, but it was one of those things where we were fighting and nobody wanted to do anything. It's like, okay, if you do the dishes then I've won. You know what I mean? Or if I do the dishes, you've won. And it was one of those battles, and things started getting dirty, and we kind of came to the mutual decision one day. And it was one of those unspoken things where, okay, I'm going to buy the paper plates, I'm going to buy the, uh, the the plastic cups and steal the sporks, and that way we don't have to worry about dirty dishes piling up. I could very well have dirty dishes sitting in my uh, the, the little sink there in my kitchen, 
since the divorce. You I should, probably haven't even touched. You should very well steal free showers, too, at the gym, because that bathtub, sooner or later, i got to talk about it. We'll talk about it now, I'll then. talk about it right now. You guys have both been to my old place when uh, we were all together in Lansing, and uh, you guys came down on me quite a bit about my bathroom. And uh, I remember I cleaned it out one day because water wouldn't go down the drain. The drain was clogged, and I'm down there with, like, a pen and a fork and a pencil trying to scoop out and unclog this pipe. And these big, giant, like, I have long hair, and I'm, I'm losing some hair now, which is sad. But these giant By the way, lumps. let me just say this real quick. Mm -hmm. You're losing a lot of hair. Oh, you're way off, dude. In I would say this right now. He's balder. Yeah, I was. No, I am. FA's bad right now. I, I, I didn't want to say anything, but you're calling me out. We've even talked about it on this show, and I'm not afraid to admit that I am losing my hair. But bad. But since the last time I saw you, I, I can see, even through the little thinness of your hair now, I see a lot of scalp, as you probably see with me. Yeah, but I'm saying you're worse. I don't think so. I do. I think it hides a little bit because people are thinking he's got dreadlocks no. going. He's doing a whole bald dreadlock kind of thing. That's <laughs> new. That's something. Cool. My <laughs> dreadlock kind of thing. My hair is uh, is thin. From I've got like a thin hairline a little bit. It's starting to recede a little bit. But for the most part, it's it's fine on top. Uh, Dubs, look at Hefe's head from the top of his forehead all the way to about the middle of his head where the dreads start. It's, I mean, that's you're you're hanging on for dear life there. Is it really that bad, Dubs? Bad. All right, here's the thing. I've known both of you for about the same amount of time. Shafey started with a he uh, head start on this. He had a more bald head than you did when I first met you. You've taken a wind sprint way ahead of it. Yeah, and I'm not bald. I'm, no. I'm thin. I'm receding hairline, which is fairly normal for a lot of guys, but I'm not bald. I've still got a full head of hair. Let me ask you this. You're half bald. Let me ask you this. Seriously? And, and your hair is weird because it's bald, patchy bald. Like, you know, you can see bald spots in different parts of the head. Should I, should, I, should, I, should I take it off? Take it off. Take it off just where it's thin. It would look so cool because you've got dreadlocks, and you've got, like, awesome thick hair. Thick hair is sweet. Your dreadlocks look cool. You've got great style happening. But I think that if you took a razor and shaved from the top of your forehead to the middle of your head where the, the, the thin area is, the problem area, then it would look to people like you do it on purpose. You're yeah. making a statement. You've got the beautiful long goatee beard. And it would look like you're doing it on purpose. Why are you guys, first we're talking about the divorce, now we're talking about me losing hair. Well, I want to get back to the bathtub. That's well, what hold on, this. man. Hold on one second. Do you realize, as you're telling your story, talking about my bad bathtub and the fact that I can't have any dishes and I'm divorced, and oh, by the way, you're losing your hair. Do you realize that you're destroying me right no, now I on the air on a major market show? I don't think we are. I think you can handle it. No, I can't. You know that I'm a very <laughs> fragile person. You know that I'm going out. In fact, God damn you guys. We're going out tonight after the show. We haven't decided where we're going to go. In fact, we'd like a few suggestions, to be perfectly honest with you. The only place we know to go is Bridges and Fairfax. And I'd like Shafee, who's in town, to experience just a little bit more of that. But beyond that, when I'm going to the bar tonight, the whole time I'm going to be thinking, oh, the hot chick, oh, yeah, she's checking me out. No, she's laughing at the bald patches in my dreadlocks. I've been wondering why you haven't been you used to wear a hat a lot, and you haven't worn a hat once since I've been out here. I don't know if it's because of the dreadlocks or you figured that, Man, I'm losing my hair so rapidly. Maybe it's because I'm wearing a hat so much, so you stop wearing a hat because a lot of guys will do that. They'll stop wearing a hat because they think that contributes to their Here's hair the loss. I wanted to have cool hair just.
just once. And you do. And then I'm going to shave it all off and go the LL Cool J, um, <laughs> the Michael Jordan route where I'm just going to go completely bald. <laughs> And just do that whole thing. So now LL Cool J looks cool. It's more like the Iron Sheik route. <laughs> the LL Cool J. With your weight, your knees are going to be like Iron Sheik's too. No, wait. I'll, I'll boost you up a little bit. We're making you feel bad, and that's fine because you did damn well good job of that last night with me. But here's what I'll say. We went and worked out at the gym, and I'm, I'm, I like to think of myself as being in decent shape. I play hockey. I play baseball. Like you are five eight and a half, a buck fifty five. Right. Say if you resemble Scott Stapp. We mentioned this last night. Scott Stapp with the hip. Or Scott Stapp on crack. I'm not a bad-looking guy, so I'm a little bit self-conscious about losing my hair as well. As you should be. Right. But to boost you up a little bit, since you're obviously way worse in the hair department, um, I've got a piece of advice for you. And then, But first, I'll boost you up. We went and worked out. And and, oh, by the way, Gold's Gym, downtown Silver Spring, great facility. Go visit my buddies there. He, Hefe, works out hard. I mean, it really, he's a strong kid. I mean, he can he could really lift. It may not show, but seriously, what, what kind of a compliment is that, Dub? Well, Stick because for me. as somebody that works out as hard as you do and as intensely as you do, and I know you're strong, so you're getting results as far as strength goes. But you're not, you're still not cut. You can be one day if you keep it up. But you kicked my ass in the gym. Compliment? You kicked yeah. my ass in the gym. I don't hear it. You kicked my ass in the gym. How many times do I have to say it? You work out like a man. You're a beast. And somebody's right. Stacy, thank you on the AOL for broadband. What is this? The bald truth. Like I need the bald truth. The radio show is on tomorrow night. I don't need to be made to feel guilty. Now let me give you the advice that I was talking about, and even I've done this. You are a very hairy person, much like myself. All right, you've got hair all over your body, and it falls out of your head, and you've got it growing out of your face and everywhere else on your body. Start. Saving all of the hair. You will make yourself a wig of your own real hair. Eventually. Wait, wait, wait. That. Are you telling Is me this you. your advice. Wait, you're telling me that you shave I've your got, own hair? I've got a shoebox full of hair. I've, I've, had, I've had long hair. I've had long hair on and off since about the eighth or ninth grade. So you're making your own personal hair doll. I'm just saving my hair because it was. Yeah, like, like with, the no, with advancements in medical technology, how do you know that one day, <laughs> if you bring me your real hair, because some. They, dude, they do crazy. They buy hair. You can go on eBay or anywhere else and buy human hair. People will pay for this. So obviously there's a demand for human Please. hair. I, I, I know you're I know you 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 you're into wrestling, you like to cut promos, you like to go off on these tangents. But please tell me you're not serious. For the sake of our friendship, please tell Why me. Why does our friendship have anything please to tell do with me this? I can't be friends with somebody that stores their own hair in a shoebox waiting for the technology to make them a wig of themselves. You are not it's not all just waiting for medical advances. You are an inch away from schizophrenia. No, it's not all. It's not all that. It's not all that. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Okay. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. I was watching uh, Late Night with Carson Daly one night. Don't ask me why. I don't have cable in my bedroom. I didn't say. Anything. Well, come on. I would say something if somebody were to say that I they watched watch that horrible night. show. Anyways, I'm watching that show uh, a few weeks ago. They had this guy on there who was a very rich man who. Uh, collects strands of hair from famous people throughout history. He's got, listen to me, don't 
don't shrug this off. He's got Albert Einstein's hair. He's got Marilyn Monroe hair, Elvis Creepy. Presley hair, Creepy. Abraham Not Lincoln impressed. hair. Not Hold impressed. on. No, you will be impressed when you find out that he has bought and sold human locks of famous people's hair. Just I'm talking one strand of hair from Abraham Lincoln goes for like $100,000. I've got a whole shoebox of my hair. Do you realize how rich I'll be one day? Oh, after the album comes out? I don't know if you can sell your own hair for that. After much. we're radio stars and the album comes out and I'm on top of the wrestling world and everything else, you don't think people would pay for my hair? No. Well, anyways, I've got a shoebox of hair. Maybe I'll make maybe I'll make maybe I'll make a sweater. You say this like you were proud. Maybe I'll make a sweater out of it. I'm trying to just save a little bit of myself for the rest of the world because I'm not going to live forever. Let's face it. What's the name of that movie where the guys making hair dolls? Uh, it's like a college movie where the dude's yeah. making hair dolls. Uh, I think that was one with uh, with the guy from Rushmore. It was. It was the guy from Rushmore. I can't remember. It's on like Encore all the time. I watch it every single time that it's on. Go I don't know. Go. But you wouldn't pay $100,000 for a strand of Abraham Lincoln's hair. No. Okay, no. I'll, I'll tell you this. But hang on. If, you, if somebody gave it to you, you would keep it and guard it with your life and maybe sell it one day. No. It would be, don't tell me that you would just throw it away and not care about no, it. No, exactly I would. I would Why? say, wow, this is really disturbing and disgusting. You have some major issues that I'd appreciate it if you never came within 500 feet of me again. I think. Oh, by the way, I'm going to burn this right now in front of you and watch you cry because for some reason you care about it. That that's idolatry in almost its worst and creepiest form. No, I'd rather be hanging out with the Green River serial killer than somebody who collects strands of hair. That's creepier to me. It's worth. If there's a value, there's, there's a market. Not a there's value. a market for it. You, the guy is a multimillionaire based a, on selling hair. There's a market with other creeps out there. There's a collection of creeps. They all gather on the internet, and I'm sure this is where this goddamn internet, as good as it can be. And that's the other problem with it, because now people have websites where they can go and they have they can trade hair. Hey, I'll trade you your Abraham Lincoln hair for the uh, the last lock of hair from Marilyn Monroe. It's not just that doesn't strike you as stupid. It's not just expensive uh, celebrity hair. There are also people that sell hair on the internet for people that need hair. They do make wigs, and yeah, quite frankly, you need one. That hurts. I'm sorry, Ernie. Welcome into the hideout. I'm not sorry. Yeah, How's it going, guys? What up, brother? Um, the movie that you're thinking about with the kid from Rushmore mm -hmm. called Slackers. Slackers. There it is. That's, oh, and the chick from that 70s show's in it, and she plays like the dirtiest, skankiest little slut. Which one? Yeah, the, the redhead red one. Head. The, it's a real stretch. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the big behemoth. Thank you, Ernie. She a big behemoth. You don't think she's attractive? No, she's she's a big man. Yeah, she's got really broad shoulders. She looks good sometimes. Though. Yeah, like I saw her in Max from yeah. Yeah. like men. Max can make anybody. I'd rather good. bang the Britney Spears clone than bang her. Not with this you. again. I'm with you. The no Britney, way. The Britney Spears clone is sexier you guys are, than the chick from that '70s. But show. you guys are both homosexuals. All right, we so did. They would be. We did this last night. Dead money poker. God damn these guys. They're so awesome. Coming through again with pizza. <laughs> They're setting another one Are up? they? Give me the... Uh, I, don't know if dead, I don't know if Dead Money Poker is... Um, DeadMoneyPoker.com. DeadMoneyPoker.com. You're getting a ton of them tonight. Tommy, please keep me on top of that and make sure I remember DeadMoneyPoker.com. What, what is that? It's a poker club. poker club. Kyle Stevens is very passionate about poker. He is. A he said that in the uh, article. But anyways, they're going to bring us a pizza from somewhere else. So Dead Money Poker gets the plugs and not oh, the pizza Oh, here we go. Play. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Uh, Dead we'll keep giving that out throughout the night. The guy is amazing. Hooking us up with pizza. He did it last week, too. Pizza for plugs. Right now, they're... 
They got two-game lead on top of any other organization that's uh, in pizza for plugs. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> hair plugs. <laughs> Why would you do that? Pizza for hair plugs. So real, <laughs> real quick. Thank you. I'm so glad the two of you are here now. So I got other people to. Your beard's on getting it. long enough to maybe just bend it around on top of your head. <laughs> So what do I do? Is it really that sad? Seriously, does it that? No, you don't. Do why anything. aren't you telling me this earlier? You, you don't look sad, no. but you are balding. You you embrace it. It's a it's a natural thing that happens to I'd say what at least half of the men in the world. So and should I should I really shave it? No, just, no, just for the locks. No, you're gonna and then keep, keep the locks. You're gonna look awesome. You're gonna have the same haircut. That Hulk Hogan had, and it worked for him. Nobody's yeah. gonna look at that bald guy. Yeah, you're gonna have the half. I don't want the Hulk Hogan look. You're gonna have the half bozo wrap. No, no. <laughs> but no. with dreadlocks, it'll be awesome. I'm not, you know, I'm not interested. Well, you don't have to be interested. It's, it's nature taking its course. Half bozo. Now, when you cut your dreadlocks, you're not gonna save them. No. Why would I? I don't understand. I don't know. You could save money on steel wool. <laughs> Talking about stealing stuff, sporks and ketchup and things like that. Thanks. Again, Shafee. <laughs> anyway, up and coming rapper. Back to the, uh, the, we pull out the hair out of the, the drain at my old place, so I'm losing it too. And it, you were there. I was, was, I was in the bathroom. With it was them. so filthy. And all the things that have taken place in that bathtub, all the DNA in there. And I looked at myself when I was cleaning it when I was moving because I wasn't going to leave it like that. I'd never get a deposit back. I thought, you know, how did I let myself live like this? For the last year and a half, my bathroom has never been cleaned, and I've had girls in there and everything, and nobody ever said anything. You know, my, I never said anything. My to you. dirty bathtub never cost me a chance to get laid or anything like that. But it was so filthy that I just said to myself, you know, next time I'm out in a different place, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen. In your place, I come to D.C. And I'm surprised because I, it's the same exact bathtub as the one that I lived in and the one that you saw. That I think it's disgusting. The water will not go down the drain. I took a shower and I was knee-deep in dirty bath water. He says, it's clean water. There's soap and stuff in there. I, I think it's worse than your old bathroom. I think well, what, El Jefe's me, bathroom is worse than Shafee. If, if I could say the name of the apartment complex that I live at, I would. They suck so amazingly terribly so much and i would say it except i don't want to know which apartment complex i live in i promise you the day that i move and end up leaving that apartment complex i'm going to talk so much trash about that place but part of the reason that that, that bathroom is so amazingly disgusting it is such poor circulation there's mold everywhere. Oh my God! In the bathroom, there in the is. in the closet. Uh, that because and, of poor circulation, it's from not washing it. No, there's like all over like the the windows. Like it's whenever I moved in, there was mold all over the place. I asked them to to constantly come in and clean it, and they refused to. They said it's not. I'm like it's dirty, there's, dude. There's stuff growing here. Buy a bottle of 409. It's 299. Go get it. Hey, I'm lacking in some very basic life skills. Like you know. Certain things I can do, but there are things that I just never picked up along the way. All you have to do, I found out, after every shower, just take a towel and wipe all the water off of the walls in the shower, and it won't get as dirty as quickly. I mean, it's bad. You're going to have to scrub. That's not a 10-minute wash job. That's going to take you a couple of hours, not to mention scraping all the DNA out of the drain. You're going to have to run a power washer, probably. So what am I supposed to do now? Let's, let's review what we learned this segment. I'm divorced. Save your hair. They rubbed it in. Save your hair. 
I am losing my hair to the point that it's now sad. So as we go to whatever club we're going to tonight, no, you're okay. gonna look like a douche. As long as it's dark, and I got the fun. most disgusting apartment in the history of any radio personality in Washington D.C. Mine was pretty disgusting, though. I, I think I, the bathtubs are equal. He says El Jefe's is worse, but your kitchen was way worse. My kitchen no. was terrible. Then El Jefe's. Can you believe? I want to know. This is. The people out there, does it really matter if you live in cleanliness? I, I think George Carlin put it best. It's like people who are always ultra clean, they're big pussies. They always get sick. I never get sick. I have an amazing immune system because I live and dwell in this filth. I agree with that. I mean, whenever I, I, I don't have any forks like I had to steal today, what do I do? I grab a fork that's probably been laying there for a couple of months. I, I run it under some hot, very hot water, and then I eat with it. I don't get sick. I feel great. Never had a disease, never nothing. This is how I break even. I keep my, uh, my apartment spotless, but I don't change my underwear. <laughs> so I think I even it out by still getting all the germs and keeping my, uh, my immune system up. But I have a clean house, too. Here's what I learned. You really... But see, you got a chick there. You got a chick who's constantly all over your ass about cleaning no, up. No, actually, actually she, doesn't, she doesn't get on my ass at all. She'll pick up right after me. It's great. See, how do you score that? I'll tell you this. My filthy kitchen and dirty bathtub, as unbelievable as it seems, never, ever prevented me from... Uh, Bringing a lady back and having a decent time. Now, you've been to my place. I'd never bring a chick back. Well, you want it now because it's going to be tough for you now. You're divorced. You've got a filthy apartment. Right, this you're is still wearing your hair. And you're still wearing your ring. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's that all about now? Tell us. Why are you wearing your ring? You're divorced. You can't. you got to let go of the past. All right. A couple reasons why I'm wearing the ring. <laughs> Because a lot of women come on to him, and he doesn't want to deal with it. couple reasons I'm wearing the ring. You sons of bitches. This is supposed to be fun party night. It's El Jefe's hideout. We're hanging out with El Jefe. My, my, one of my best buds comes in from Detroit. My other alleged best bud who moved out here from Michigan's here. Whoa, what are we going to do? Let's pick on Jefe tonight. Why are you still wearing the ring, sad old man? <laughs> Bald man. <laughs> Two reasons. I'm hoping things can work out. A little glimmer of hope there. You're going to have to clean the bathtub for that to happen. I'm not interested. Okay, and what's the other thing? <laughs> Scrub it with your dreadlocks. You need to get a maid. Can't afford one, Cameron. Make it happen already. Just get, get it for one week, 30 bucks. 30 bucks a day. Have her come in every day, clean the whole place up. And then just keep it that I don't even make 30 bucks a day. How the hell am I going to do that? Save up. Save. Secondly... I know that chicks kind of dig guys that have rings because they think, not wedding rings. White is, no, 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 no. Because they think, wow, he's able to commit, and so not if you're cheating. Right? <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm telling you. Wait a second. It's a very well known fact that women are drawn to guys who wear wedding rings. That's true. It's a very well known fact because they look at that guy and think, you know what? He can make a commitment, and maybe somehow, some way, I can bang him. I'll give him anal, I'll give him oral, I'll let him finish wherever he wants, and maybe he'll leave his wife for me. Then they totally they totally uh, go against what they just said, because you aren't able to make a commitment. But I've done it before. No, I don't think that's the reason that they go after guys with rings. I think the reason they do it is... Blackmail. If, they, if a girl finds out a guy is single, it's a little bit of a turnoff, because they wonder, 
Well, you know, this guy looks okay, and he seems like a good guy, but, you know, he should be able to get a girlfriend. Why doesn't he have one? Now, if they see a guy with a ring, they're thinking, this guy must be the total package. Somebody else definitely wanted him so much that they'd marry him. I want that. Plus, the chicks like to compete with each other. And I honestly believe that, you know, it's part of that, despite the balding patches of dreadlocks, despite the gut, despite the small, plump stature, Somebody married him before, or is currently married to him. He's a catch somewhere. Speaking and that's what I'm going for tonight at Bridges or wherever we end up. Speaking of the short, bald, heavy-set guy in the ring, they did an exact episode about this, now I'm recalling, on Seinfeld. George Costanza did that. He took the ring out, and he was mingling with supermodels and stuff. Thank they were, you. They were interested, so keep the ring on and save your hair and... I clean the bathtub. I live my life. <laughs> he works out hard, though. He does. Yeah, I, I went with him before. I'll kick anybody's ass working out. I was exhausted. I still am sore. Jeff, welcome into the hideout on WJFK. Good evening. How are you tonight? What up, brother? I'm the same thing. Short, heavy set, balding. I live in a dirty old apartment downtown Silver Spring. And it's disgusting. Maybe you guys should start a club. <laughs> the Silver Spring Bald Fat. You got the net, man? You dirty Bathtub Losers. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com here on El Jefe's Hideout. I just met a lady, I just met a lady yesterday. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. That one, too. Yeah. You met a lady, a lady yesterday, Jeff. Uh, yeah, and I'm figuring out now, where am I going to take her? I might have to go rent a hotel. No, no, exactly. I did that that Hilton there in downtown Silver Spring. That one's not bad. I'd take her there. You know what? I've been there and done that. Yeah, right. You know on. what? That you might seem more classy. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want. Look, this is a special night for you and me. We'll go to a hotel room. Now, the only thing is still wear the wedding room, and you're taking her to a hotel room. They're thinking, okay, the wife's at home taking care of the kids. Again. I'm not opposed to them thinking that. That'll work for one night. Eventually, they want to come see your place, because if they don't, they're wondering, why doesn't he let me over at his place? What's he hiding from? I'm a radio star. I don't need you to know my address yet. That's my answer to that. Jeff, um, yeah. we'll, we'll create the club soon. Now, I also, just to let you know, I also, uh, in my explanation, I found this one cleaner, and it's in a blue bottle, and it's uh, only giant sells it, and that stuff. For some reason, you sprayed it on there and, and let it sit for five minutes and put the shower in, and it got the, it started getting the mildew off, and I, I, I was surprised. But well, I tried. OxyClean. Thank you so much, loser. Way. Loser. You why you calling him a loser? You call you calling Jeff a loser means you're calling me a loser. I thought you called him a loser, Hefe. No, Hefe did. No! Hefe called him a loser. That wasn't me. You said, thanks for calling. You're the one that hung up on him. I said, thanks for calling, and Dubs yells, you loser. <laughs> no, I did not. You sons of bitches, that's why we don't get any phone calls because of you. Last night when Shapey and I are doing the hideout, phone's blowing up. People want to talk to us because we talk nice and polite to our callers. When you come in, you're calling them how, sluts. How you're dare calling you? them losers. How dare you blame me for calling someone a loser? That was all you. What are you doing here? I thought Hefe said it. I didn't say loser. Jeff, I did not say loser. That was J-Dubs. Why would I call you a loser? That's like me calling myself a loser. That's what I was wondering. I'm sitting over here wondering that. You sons of bitches, what are you doing to me? You're driving me crazy. You see what's going on here in this segment? We're, we're harping on the divorce. We're, hop, we're harping on the sporks. We're hopping on, uh, harping on the bald patches and the dirty bathtub and the loser, loser, loser. Where are we going? Hair. Where are we going tonight? Where are we going to go party this evening? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven for suggestions. 
Is, it's, is it Bridges? I liked it. I say we, we go down by my place. Yeah, because that's easier for you. No, you get some crash in my place, too. It's easier for all of us. I didn't bring a change of clothes, man. I don't like to wear the same underwear the next day. <laughs> Unlike Dubs. Well, well, I have a clean place. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I can do that. He does have a clean shower. I did, I did like showering at his place. Well, hopefully I don't have to stay at either one of your places. Yeah. All right. So, Oh, that's right, because you're supposed to score with the Hooters chick. We're not going to Hooters. Well, you got to go by and try to get her number. She said she's working this evening. We should call Hooters and see if she's there. That way you can ask her out, see if she wants to go out. To be honest with you, I've heard bad things about this area. I'm not interested in any of the females. <laughs> I heard they leads the nation in uh, STDs out here, Baltimore and D.C. area. Where did you hear that? One of those stupid bottom-line things on CNN. What? Capital of syphilis is Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> It is. You lied I'm not lying. It is. All these lies that you spewed this segment. Pizza for boys is here. It totally is. I hate you. It's the STD capital of the world. One more phone call. Out of the world. One more phone call, then we're going to do mandatory man. Free world. All right. Fairfax. Pizza's here. Fairfax Mike, welcome into El Jefe's hideout. What's going on, buddy? What's up, Dubs? How you doing, bro? Excellent, excellent. Hey, man, I just want to say that I cop so much free crap at restaurants. I'm at, at dinner when I have dinner at my house. I'm giving away free toothpicks and breath mints and stuff like that. Hey, it's there for the taking. There for the taking. And this guy works at a, a, a good restaurant. I have and some I work stuff. at a restaurant. I cop free stuff from home. You know, we, got... we steal stuff from work all the time, too. Like, I, I don't buy paper anymore. I don't buy toilet paper anymore. You shouldn't have to. You're giving them 40 hours of your week. They should give you some free stuff. Exactly. Give me a page. A lot of people lose their jobs yeah. that way. Uh, it's a job, buddy. It's toilet oh, paper. another one. Can't give me toilet Go paper? steal from another one. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, uh, the Viagra was a free uh, sample. Is it working yet, the Woodwatch? Not yet. You got it's, nothing. Been, it's been an hour. It's been over an hour. You know, nothing. All right, you know what? Let's do mandatory Manson to come back. Thank you for the call, Fairfax Mike. Come on over, uh, Pizza Man. Again, thank you to Dead that Money. That guy was a loser. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Why'd you call him a loser? Now? I didn't call him a loser. What are you doing? Hey, what's your name, bro? Hey, Matt. Matt, welcome into the hideout, man. Thanks, man. There it is. Bringing us pizza again. Thank you very much. There's a note. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. We appreciate that, guys. You are amazing. We're Get there on your AOL for broadband. Exactly. We're going to take a break. Thank you very much. Mandatory Manson, in fact. Mandatory We will no longer be oppressed. I don't By the police state mentality. 106.7. Why do I feel like Fidel and Spoon during this show? A couple of ass like ganging up on me. Uh, this one's for Rush Limbaugh, who's going to be back Monday, and Courtney Love. Mandatory Marilyn Manson. I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. 106.7 WJFK.
Joel Hefe's hideout Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. I'm all happy that is J Dubs sitting to uh, my right on your radio dial, one of our best buds in from Detroit, Michigan, uh, where he does a number of things, including uh, wrestling, managing Sabu from the AWWL, got some rap stuff, works at a rock station out there, Shapey, here with us as well. Mandatory Manson. I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me from Mechanical Animals. It's hard to believe, though, that uh, that song wasn't a huge hit, but did get uh, some pretty good radio play across the country. And uh, the Golden Age of Grotesque, which is, of course, the latest release from Manson, had the debut single from the disc, Mob Scene, which was a pretty good rock hit um, at stations across the nation. And, you know, the second single, This Is The New Hit, that Which you'll is hear out music. Yeah, you'll hear it here uh, on El Jefe's Hideout, but nobody's picked it up. And so it looks like the golden age of grotesque is done radio-wise, which doesn't mean a whole lot, but commercially it does. I think it's a better track than I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. It's just, I mean, he was coming off of the heat from Antichrist Superstar, and he kind of could do no wrong at that point. Still, everything he does is better than a lot of the stuff you hear on the radio all day long. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Uh, Dead Thank you so much as we devoured the Papa John's pizza that they sent over to us. In fact, Dub's uh, reaching his grubby little hands in there as well. So, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Of course, the Phenoms are coming up for you. Talk a little sports. Uh, there were a couple of sports issues that we wanted to get into as well. Specifically something that I'd have to ask you about, Shafee. My, my Irish one today. Your Irish one, but I'll be honest, I don't give a damn. I, I doubt most people do. Oh, what come I found, on, America's team. What I found interesting, though. God made Notre Dame. Go ahead. What I found interesting is the fact that we're watching ESPN. Hmm. And ESPN's going through a very weird stage right now. They're trying a whole bunch of new things. Playmakers recently wrapped up. Dubs and I, actually, for a while, were kind of tracking Playmakers on the show I fell off from the last three episodes, and now they're wondering if they're going to bring Playmakers back at all. They don't know if they're going to? They're thinking that they may not bring back uh, Playmakers for a second season. I, wa I watched every episode. I Me thought too. Was, I thought it was great. They say it was real controversial. Gatorade pulled out of sponsorships. Uh, ESPN was worried about it. Apparently, Paul Tagliabue was a little pissed off about how NFL teams or professional football teams were being made to look. My only problem with Playmakers was the fact that every bad thing that possibly could have happened to a football team happened to them. I'm talking about you had the domestic abuse, you had the gay football player, you had the drug-addicted guy, you had the coach who had cancer. They played all the cards. It moved too quickly. 
However, I think the NFL is upset about it because whether they like to admit it or not, I think it uh, exposes them. I mean, all you have to do is read a sports page. It's not like any of this stuff is that far-fetched. Most of it was pretty accurate. Not saying that every NFL football player is a criminal, but come on. But here's my point. It all happened on one team. It's like the, it's the reason I hate Boston Public. If all the stuff that happened at that school, Boston Public, really happened, they'd shut that mother effort down. It was like Oz Jr. Completely. Now, instead, you have all this stuff that happens to this football team. They had to shut it down a long time ago. They just said, screw that franchise. You're Not if they win. Not if they win. Yes, if they win. No, the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys, when they were allegedly getting in all this trouble. Allegedly. You know, when they were, when all this problem was going down, if there's a couple of guys like the little cocaine and whores, who doesn't? And they were labeled the bad team. That happened to the to the uh, Cougars and Playmakers. And plus, they had the gay guy and the coach with the cancer. They had everything that happened all well, in one season. I don't think there's anything on that show, Playmakers, that's that far-fetched. I don't Maybe the fact that it all happened so quickly to one team. But it was the first season. you gotta, you got to start off running. All of those things are things that would happen in the real, any professional sport. Let me tell you how they would, if they're going to bring Playmakers back, this is what I say they do. I say they profile another team. They drop the Cougars. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. And they trade a couple of the more popular players like DH, um, maybe the gay football player, because he's already, you know, they don't like him on that team anymore. They do a blockbuster deal. They go to another team, and then you pick up with all the stuff going on with that other team. But you have some of the more popular players and storylines continuing on with yeah, that and, team. And, I I like, and then you, the, the team will play the other team, and you can, like, actually get a whole... Uh, Cross promotion. I don't like that idea. I think why not? I, I want to stay with the Cougars. What do they have left to do? I think they could trade some of the players to other teams and then still keep them in the storyline when they play against each other and things like that. I think you could bring new players in. I think there's a lot you could do. I think you got to stick with the same team. Go Cougars in 04. The other thing that's going on over at ESPN is they didn't make the playoffs. By the way, you didn't see you didn't see the end. They ended up. What happened was they needed to win out in it order was, to make the playoffs. It was like a whole like uh, New York Jets thing from last year. Well, they won out and they were celebrating in the locker room because they thought they were going. Especially when they turned the TV on and saw that the team that they needed to lose was losing 21 to 10 with like three minutes left in the game. They ended up scoring a touchdown, getting an onside kick, and then scoring a touchdown to win the game. So they went from celebrating. See what I'm saying? To Every goddamn thing that could have happened to that team happened all in one. No, season. but now they could come back and make the. Changes that they need to make and try to make the playoffs. Now, when I was talking to Shafee about this earlier, he brought up a great point. You remember First and Ten? O.J. Simpson on HBO. Do you remember that show, First and Ten, on HBO? When that show was on, Fowlerville wasn't carrying HBO yet. <laughs> they didn't have cable. True, but I had satellite and I could pick up stuff from higher markets. <laughs> but that was a good show. That lasted, I believe, at least five seasons. And they drew it out a little bit. The, the cool thing about First and Ten, though, and I remember being a little kid watching this, and I remember O.J. Simpson, but the cool thing about being a little kid watching this on HBO is, like, I guess it was like on Saturday nights or something, and you're hiding in the back room where your parents are having the party in the front room. Mm -hmm. You're like, can't wait for First and Ten to come on because you know you're going to see some boobs. And your parents are like... I hope the kid stays in the back because, you know, we want to see some booze and we're about ready to blow some lines. <laughs> we're about to break out. Get in the back. Little Hefe, get back there. Go watch First and Ten. It's the 80s. Everybody's doing coke and the little kid's in the back watching First and Ten and Real Sex, the very first one. Yeah. Ah, the good old days of... Uh, or uh, or Billy Bob's... Uh, what was that? Uh, 
Dime. Oh, Dime. Billy Bob's uh, the 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 I trailer. Drive in theater. The Billy Bob Thornton? No, remember Billy Bob? He have he still does stuff like on USA or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he uh. Yeah, Billy Bob's Drive-In or it was something like that. I don't know. And he no, always Billy had, Bob's Drive-In Movie Theater. And he always had like really like bad B movies. Well, oh, they always had they always had breasts. And it was on Showtime. And he, he's basically doing the same shtick now, but on regular cable. But back then, I mean, you were you're always guaranteed to see some boobs. And then the best is I would stay up so late to watch like Emmanuel. Like Emmanuel and yeah, I remember those. Was it movies like Bikini Car Wash Six? Yeah, exactly. Joe uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Thank yeah, you. Joe Bob Briggs Drive-In Theater. Thank you so much, uh, Tommy, in the back room. I don't remember it though. Oh, it was great. But these another the Manuels where you're like, it's one of those where like it's one step further. You know, you're not just seeing boobs. You're gonna see Muff too. And this is the '80s when a lot of Muff was like really really cool. That went up to like a manual 38. Yeah, it was always coming on. For a little while, there was, uh, after Joe Bob Briggs' drive-in theater, you could see this uh, really perverted Muppet show. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, wow. When what, This was on HBO? Oh, Showtime. HBO, Showtime. Okay, I didn't have Showtime, so I didn't know. The, the, the cable out No, it, you know, it was Movie Channel. It was the movie channel. I didn't have it. The Skinamax was the best. Yeah. I mean, Cinemax was the one, because it was like, I think the Movie Channel was paired up with... Um, the movie channel. The movie channel is paired up with Showtime and like sister stations. And HBO's sister station was Cinemax. And HBO had all the family programming except for uh, the uh, the first and ten and the real sex. And then Cinemax had like the Emmanuel on late at night. I promise. I remember. I'll tell you this real quick. I remember being a little kid. I, I'm saying a little kid. I'm like sixth, seventh grade, I suppose, and I'm liking girls and the whole thing. But you know, I got nothing going on. And I remember sitting there and getting out the movie. I was so excited for Sundays. Sundays and the Sunday edition of the Dallas Morning News with, like, the real big TV guide insert that they had. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, I would go through and flip through the pages just to see when all, like, the, the nudie shows or the nudie movies and stuff were coming on. We, I used to have uh, the huge satellite dish. Like the insanely big one where you had to go to Star Guy G. You had to out there. Like I said, there's no cable company. And uh, actually, where I was living, there was no cable company. <laughs> so there, there, everybody had satellite. Yeah. And um, I remember we got this thick book. It was the whole month worth of uh, of TV Guide. And in the back, you could flip through movies with different ratings and like what like what you're looking for. And I'd just be highlighting all the ones with uh, with the skin. And that's the thing. It was L for language, and you always look for the N. the N for nudity. I did the exact goddamn thing, and I I promise you, I spent no. two years of my childhood there there was doing this. There was N for nudity, and what was it? Uh, Sexual G- content G- or... and our graphic nudity. There's a graphic nudity one too that you just knew it was hardcore, and you needed to watch it. You know, w- when we first got cable, I remember two things. First of all. There was a code that uh, we had to punch into our cable box in order to get HBO because we were little kids at the time, and our parent, my parents got uh, a code. We always learned the code, and they would change it, and we'd figure it out, like four digits or whatever. T- to think of, like, uh, first and second graders sitting there and actually going through all the combinations of numbers and figuring it out every time. And yeah. here I am. 20 years later at WJFK, and I arrive after a 500-mile trip from Detroit, and I'm stuck outside because I can't get in. 
Don from Don and Mike's not letting me in. He's pushing me out the door. And I don't blame him. Look at you. I know, but I'm trying to push into the numbers, and it's just not working like it did in the past. I also remember our first ever cable box. And this was a it was a, a box with wooden paneling on it, and it had the buttons that you could push in. And I remember yeah. we used to stick toothpicks. You'd push, like, a couple of buttons down and stick toothpicks in there to keep them down, and you'd be able to... Figure out combinations to steal movie channels. Yeah. Also, if you uh, if you could uh, get the button pushed in just right, you could unscramble the porn. Yeah. Because the porn was just fuzzed at that point. It wasn't like a blue screen. Or and you could hear it. Yeah. You could always just as good when you're a little kid. You don't need to see it. Just let me hear it. You you can hear it and you can see a silhouette. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. You just need to see the butt going in the air. <laughs> I got this uh, again from Bateman in the back. Joe Bob Briggs began his television career on the movie channel, hosting Joe Bob's drive-in theater for seven years. During the time, it became TMC's highest-rated show, earning two Cable Ace Award nominations. He currently hosts TNT's Monster Vision on Saturday nights, oddly I've enough. never heard of him. And uh, is currently working on an autobiographical screenplay. That's a resume as impressive as Kyle Stevens, but I've never heard of the guy. 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. What else is going on in sports? Uh, it was just again on the on the on the ESPN programming. We have cold pizza. Have you seen this yet? I've watched like five minutes of it. I'm never up in the morning. I've seen the the previews for it throughout the day. Um, and I thought the one chick, the crazy chick, you know, the, they they show the one lady and it says like uh, news, and the other one entertainment, and then the guy sports, and then the one chick where it says in anything. And, and I thought she was kind of sexy at first, but the more I see of her, the more I'm turned off. Or she, Kit, I guess is her name. She has like this very box like head and body. She looked sexy at first, but something. <laughs> I've seen I've seen one of the commercials for uh, one of the new commercials they have out for it. It looks so racist. Like just because he, the, this black guy wakes up and they're all in his bedroom like playing video games and everything. And what? And the one of the chicks comes in and goes, "You like grits, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he like, they, you know, like like in the morning they got everything you want. And if you're a black guy, you'll get your grits. <laughs> I never, I've never like never even that noticed one? that. No, yeah. I don't even know if I've seen that one. But it's sports and everything, and I don't know. It seems like a mistake. But the thing that I found the most interesting watching ESPN today Probably was Shafee. Um, with Shafee <laughs> is the fact that I guess we're watching what Michigan State get their asses handed to them yeah, by Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Beat them up What's 56 that? to 21. What's that three in a row they they down? Find out. Uh, Bateman's listening. Who won the Ohio State Purdue game? Yeah, we that left was before that, was that tied at the fourth quarter. Yeah, we left. That's a big game. But the big thing about this is that Shafee starts going on this whole diatribe about how women shouldn't be play-by-play -play yeah. announcers. I don't think so. On the NFL. I don't I think agree. so. Can I say why? Go ahead. It just seems. That I'd like. To, I'd like. I'd like for you to spew your your chauvinist, bigoted ways here on El Jefe Side out the most open forum. And I'll join you on this. One. Okay, I'd be happy to do so. Uh, first of all, it started out a few years back. They'd have a uh, woman on the field uh, doing some reports, and they usually didn't know a whole lot about the game, and it was painfully obvious uh, that they didn't know what they were talking about. Now, I will grant it that they have gotten better. They're more knowledgeable. They've uh, done their homework to at least appear to know something about the game of football or whatever sport it is. It's mainly this happens in football, though. They've got a woman on the field. That's 
fine, I guess, if there's one. But now it has become like the industry standard to have a broadcast team in the broadcast booth, usually a uh, former player, a lead commentator, and a color analyst, and then a female down on the field covering the action. It is like uh, uh, industry standard these days. What's it's wrong with that? What's wrong with why? having a female down on the field I relating game, relating uh, game information to the guys in the booth? You know what? I don't mind that, but have you heard... The one that does the college game? That's like, what we're talking about. Okay, she, she does the whole game? Sure. She's the lead commentator. Now, let me tell you something. Maybe A lot of women like to watch football. A lot of women watch football with their men. That's fine. But for those of us that spend all day and all week with our girls and look forward to Saturday and Sunday afternoon to be able to watch a football game in peace, in our own privacy, and then to have to hear that voice throughout the game. It's, it's, it's taken away from the sport. So I guess stop watching football. I guess you hated it, too, whenever black people became the lead commentators for things like hockey. No, John Saunders, I told no, you earlier, he does a great job. It's got nothing to do with that he's black. If he was black and didn't know what he was talking about, then yes. To me, you seem resistant to change. To me, you you can't have it in your mind where you're having a female do play-by-play. -play for Play-by-play -play to me is the easiest thing to do. Uh, it's, Why? It's, it's the color that I would Why? feel. I would hold on. It's the color that I would feel. I would have a problem taking from a woman. Really? The color commentating where they're talking about the intricacies of the game, the Madden type situation. But if a woman was doing the right. play by play, I wouldn't have a problem. I'll with give that. you this. I'd rather listen to a, a woman than Madden. Okay, listen to me. Number one, that guy's a bumbling idiot. Number one, the girls that are on the field doing their uh, in-game announcements reports. It seems so written and canned and pre like they they did their homework and typed it out. This is what I'm gonna say, well, yes, that's what so they that do. they don't sound stupid. Well, that's what they do. That's well, what sideline uh, reporters could they, could those do you do you all, want them all to be Tony Saragusa, big fans? No. But could they do it without doing all that homework? If you were to ask, they could say anything and seem like they know what they're talking about. But if you were to ask them a question, would they be able to answer it? I don't know. It's not believable to me. Because they they sound like they write it out. Maybe if they uh, maybe if they can go with the flow a little bit more and actually. It sounds too scripted. Yeah. You're telling me Pam Oliver doesn't know her stuff about football. Pam Oliver may be an exception. Melissa Stark probably doesn't know her She's stuff She's good. Lisa Guerrero. But she, I don't think they could ever do play-by-play. -play. Listen, how do you know they, uh, the wingback split out, uh, the eye, or with the eye formation, wingback split? Monday Night Football, were they the first to Ramsey put a woman down on the field? I believe so. Ramsey okay. dropped back for a pass. He sacked. Now they're doing it in college games. TBS is doing football now, and they've got their own. Uh, version of Lisa Guerrero or Melissa uh, Stars. Yeah, they've got their own version of that. Some new chick that we've never seen before. We have no idea where she came from, and here she is telling me about how the quarterback's elbow is sore because this week in practice he landed on it funny. By the way, Ohio State did beat Purdue 16 Good. 13. Good. That's good news. Sets up a showdown next week in Ann Arbor. The only other thing that worries me about you guys. Specifically, you, Shafee, by the way, I'll have a side out 106.7 WJFK. Is that you have a specific problem? And you're, to me, you're a woman hater. I'm you not don't, a woman. Well, hater. you don't like women making advancements in life. Sure, I do. You don't like them being play by play analysts. And apparently, you have this real thing about women officiating Let me, the National Basketball Association game. Let me tell you something. If women want to be involved in sports, 
That's fine. But why don't they do themselves a favor and support women's sports? Nobody goes and watches the WNBA. Women don't even go. Why doesn't a woman be a lead commentator for a WNBA game? The women don't even watch that crap. So why do they want to, if they want to do sports, why don't they want to do women's sports? Yeah, why, get them out there at a volleyball game. It's not about women hating. They're, they're truly in competitions all over the country. To go me, go for it, honey. To me, you're having problems with women advancing in various areas where, where men have mostly dominated. I don't think men should be stripping. The same thing. Can you name... Same thing. I've got nothing against women, but who, name a one woman who's got a radio talk show that you love. The Stacy Show will be on tonight at 1 o'clock after the Phenoms on 106.7. Okay. Okay. One that's not at a station that you're working at. Um, I mean, you got to admit, every, I'm all about was, equal opportunity. But you but know why? Women weren't given the opportunity. But for it's okay. Name another Mexican who has a talk show that you like. I can't. It's well, because okay. Because the Mexicans maybe don't want to. I don't know. Oh, no. you tell me women I'll don't bet you, in the air? I'll bet you there's some great Mexico uh, Mexicans with great radio shows in Mexico. <laughs> what that, I'm saying are, is... Are you saying that's where they belong? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying certain things. What's wrong with... Uh, it's like the whole uh, issue uh, earlier in the year with the women at the uh, country club in golf. What? what you, you are, were you in favor of that, too? Women not being able to go down to Augusta? And the Why would they want to? Why? Because they want to be able to go and feel part of a community, and a community like that obviously doesn't want them. Why is it that everybody that isn't wanted wants to be there? Why don't they go do go where they are wanted? Uh, why don't they make another cool? Uh, yeah, if cool only place. the slaves. Like, the... It, this isn't comparing to slaves. It is. This, is a, this is a free country, and it's a club. But it's the same mentality. Where okay, but it's not it, like. Wait a second. Okay, okay, wait. You think you think that spoon should be able to come in here anytime he wants, just because? It's a free country, but it's the mentality of this I'm not one here. I can't get in here. Yeah, exactly. Spoon's not one of us anymore. He can't get in here. I would allow him to come in and hang out occasionally. It, it, it's women wanting to do a man's job. Yeah, they want to be I, men. I can't argue with that one. They want to be. I can't, ar I can't argue with the spoon thing you just threw at me. God damn you! I'm <laughs> not. I'm not going to compare any type of a club uh, that has the rules. To slavery. That's ridiculous. I can't believe you'd go there. But you're I'm talking about that. it's the mentality of you're not wanted here, so don't bother even trying to want to get in. But why would you want to go somewhere where you're not wanted? Be to open up doors for other people in the future. To ruin it for everybody that likes the club. I don't know what it's doing. I don't believe that's the case at all. I don't have a problem with a woman being a part of anything that I do, but if there are people out there that do, it's their club. They're the ones that are paying to be a part of this club. It's a free country. Let them have their... really want to be in a club, go start your own. It's like black people want to be a part of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. They aren't there. They're, they're, they don't want to go there. Who's to say that? You see Dave Chappelle and his little comedy bit? That could work. Yeah, but he was blind. Oh. John, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's up? What up, brother? They should only be on if they're hot, dude. Let's face it. Well, hey, there's one for you. They're all hot. 
Because if they're not, you immediately think uh, basketball lesbian. All the chicks that are doing sports uh, reporting on the baseball and football fields are hot. Why? You want to make a statement? Wait a second. Hire a fat dyke for it. Wait a second. He made a great point. If you're a hot woman, you can get a job doing football reporting. What's the name of that chick who's out covering the Kobe case for ESPN? The kind of large redheaded girl. That's she's a legal analyst. No, she's for not ESPN. a legal analyst. She's a reporter. She's done the sideline reports, like Sal Paul Antonio. But she covers stories that are related to sports, she's... but not the actual sporting no, events. No, she has done the sporting events too. Women's what? sports. She does women's college basketball. John, are you really this much of a chauvinist? No, he's not. He's stating no, that. I just Lisa... want to see the hot ones. They're all hot. No, not the big fat ones. That's because they're all hot. I wonder why. Because they know that mostly. My new bitches, Renee and Kelly, too. <laughs> <laughs> mostly men are watching the football. So let's put hot women out there. Stacy, welcome into the hideout. Please, a woman, bring some sanity to this. Women's sports are boring. God, uh, you know why can't you? Why do you say women's sports are boring? I hate women's tennis. Why? I mean, look at women's golf. That's like ugh, why awful. is it boring though? Golf though. That's I, just who golf wants to period. watch chicks run? I mean, and they're not like you said. They're not even good-looking chicks. So why bother? Wait a second. Now you're watching sports based on the fact that you like to watch good-looking guys run up and down the court or the well, field. Well, yeah. Well, then that. But you got women's sports are boring. I've never That's liked watching sports, sports for the wrong reason. Then I like the WNBA. Look, all, all I can say is my husband would say at least I'm watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> I See, I don't want my future wife to watch just husband because I want to watch. I want my future wife to understand that this is something that I want to do on a Saturday afternoon for four hours. We'll go out on the night afterwards, but leave me alone so I can watch the goddamn game. Hey, speaking of like women and sports and stuff. What's this about, like, transsexuals or something? It, it works. These are a lot of women that wish they had penises. Apparently, athletes who have undergone sex change operations will be eligible to compete in the Olympics for the first time under new rules being finalized by the IOC. This means, in a nutshell, that a man that has an operation to become a woman can compete in the Olympics as a woman against other women that were born naturally as women. That's kind of cool. I think that's great. I, I'm all for making competition You're all better. about screwing the world up. I'm all You're... about making things interesting. You don't think it's going to be interesting that a former dude with a penis is running the 100-yard dash at the Olympics? Of course it would be interesting. Who's but... gonna, people are going to watch. People are going to tune in. It's going to turn more people onto the sport. I think yeah, it's but... a great idea. This guy used to have a penis, wait, wait, wait. and now he's, now he's throwing the javelin in the female what, competition. What it does, it turns a sport into a novelty. That's fine with that, but it turns... Exact Example, I'm watching E! True Life uh, for, what is it, um, what's going call it, uh, Nancy Kerrigan. And they talked about the whole thing with Kerrigan and that bitch who hit her. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the, uh, Tanya, Harding. Tanya Harding. They said, as much as that was a media circus, every single skater, ice skater, professional ice skater, said that was the greatest thing for the sport because it got people to tune into the Olympics and it became, it, it helped people become fans of that. I don't think so. I think it fizzled out. They said that. The experts said that themselves. Experts. Listen to this. Listen to this. It says transsexual athletes will be eligible for the Olympics. Once they have passed a certain amount of time after sex change surgery. So basically, right now, if one of us, I wish we could get a transsexual down here right now. We probably don't have enough time. But basically, if you uh, become a woman tomorrow, El Jefe, and a balding, ugly one at that, okay, you have to wait a little while because... 
You have to wait enough time to actually become a woman. I don't know what this is all about. Is it based on estrogen level? Are you actually, if you have a sex change operation, you're a man and you become a woman, yeah, I guess you no longer have the male parts and you're getting female hormones, but does it still actually make you a real woman? I, I say no. I tell you what, we, we talked about this whole thing. I'm going to do this now. We're not going to get a transsexual down here. This is why I brought the Viagra in, by the way. You're not going to get a transsexual down here. Are you getting a, a wood watch? Nothing. Seriously. Obviously, that Maybe. stuff doesn't work. Something's Maybe. wrong with Maybe you. Maybe he's impotent. No, I'm, I'm fine. You, Viagra can't make you happen? I, I hope no problem happens. <laughs> How old are you now? How old are you? 23. 23 years I'm old, and Viagra that. won't even help you him get it You guys talked up. about my balding. You guys talked about me being fat. I'm, I'm going to set a challenge right now. Goddamn sexual, transsexual Olympics. How about this? I guarantee you, we come up with three competitions, three competitions where we obviously can't become transsexuals, but let's talk. We can't cut our penises off. Talk like uh, Silence of the Lambs. Talk, talk and dance. Talk like Tommy Lee on the boat with Pam Anderson on the world-famous home video. Let's talk, and I guarantee I'll smoke you sons of bitches in the Tuck Olympics right here on the hideout. I like talking when I'm by myself, but we're going to do this and... Are, are, we gonna, are we pulling our pants down to tuck? We'll pull it. Well, how do you want to do it? Do I you think we have to. Well, how about Not that I want to see you naked, but what's the point of having a competition if we know if you know if we're tucking, we're talking. How about undies? At least do it in undies. <sighs> we'll be able to tell in undies if you're tucking. I think we should have to put something on the line, like loser has to put his picture up with his pants down, completely tucked on the internet, for everybody, all the listeners to see. What would? El Jefe's bottom half look like if he was a woman. Be a gun. It'd be a big ass beaver. I know that. <laughs> Fat and hairy. Going all up to his up to his nipples. All right, let's take a break. Let's, got nice take, let's take a break and let's come back. Speak up. Maybe we'll do this Tuck, Olymp tuck Olympics. Um, Transsexual Tuck Olympics. It's an El Jefe hideout exclusive. It goes the other way around, too. A, a woman that becomes a man can compete against men. 106.7 WJF. Hideout. Hideout. Merry Christmas. Featuring El Jefe. J-Dubs. Christmas. El Jefe's hideout. Christmas. You're listening to a weekend show with a real plan for convincing management. It's time for five days a week. I'm going to put this out there now. If you're listening, Michael Hughes, Alan Lyon on for corporate camera, and I'll even throw in Jay Stevens. Anybody that wants to run a train on my ex-wife, fine, as long as El Jefe's hideout's on five nights a week. I'm not looking to replace anybody. Just throw us in from 11 to 1. El Jefe's hideout, 106.7 all right, welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. My name is El Jefe, 800-636-1067, Also on the Instant Messenger, thank you to everybody who's been Instant Messaging. Also, again, a big thank you to our buddies, DeadMoneyPokerClub.com, as they hooked us up. Pizza for Plugs, another game that we're playing right now in El Jefe's hideout. However, we've had, we've had something go down. Naked pictures of Tanya Harding, thanks to whoever sent that. Beautiful. Let me see. Turn around, Timmy. It's not, I mean, it's not thanks, but. Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. It's not that great. Oh, right here, look what's going on there. Oh, it's nasty. <laughs> not a good job of wiping. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get a little closer to see that. There's something dangling. Oh, my gosh, there is. 
Like a little, uh, I mean, a little nugget. The wedding night video. That's a popular video. By the way, I got to see that Paris Hilton thing. Oh, let me we'll bring see, that up for you. We'll see if Tommy can bring. Uh, that's J Dubs and Shafee, our butter, uh, buddy Shafee, was hanging out in the hideout uh, on this evening. Shafee, uh, refresh, refresh us on this story that you found about the transsexual Olympics. Well, the transsexuals are going to be eligible for the Olympics. I don't know. I would assume that there must have been some type of a case for this to even be considered. Some transsexual out there wants to compete in the Olympics, and the IOC has developed some new rules under which. The uh, transsexuals will be eligible for competition in the Olympics. Now, they will be eligible once they have passed a certain amount of time after sex change surgery. My whole thing with this is that these guys are male chauvinists, and as the feminists, I want to stick up for the women because they think for some reason women can't be a part of a play-by-play. They don't like women doing things and uh, officiating and my point is women are just as good as men, and I want to show them what it's like to be a woman and to compete, plus the fact that they've been picking all night by the fact that I have, I'm going bald. I'm going bald with my, my goddamn dreadlocks. So I've challenged them to a tucking Olympic event. And with this tucking Olympic event, I've thought about it, and this is what I want to do. I want to prove to you that, what it's like to be a woman and and running these events and the fact that I'm actually ha- I'm happy I'm happy that transsexuals are in the Olympics because it makes the Olympics interesting. People are going to watch, even though it may be a a whole spectacle. And maybe it, it's going to be a mockery. I think it cheapens the sport. I think that you guys, honestly, right now, need to find out what it's like to be a woman. I'm too busy watching Paris Hilton take it. <laughs> this is a beautiful video. And I don't. I would think that not to get off the subject too much, but this guy he looks just like like an average Joe, so to speak. And uh, Man, he's rocking it. I don't know how he got this. I don't, must be a friend of the family or something. <laughs> he uh, actually is uh, the husband of what's your name um, from now two one zero Shannon Doherty. Yeah, Shannon Doherty. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yep. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six. He's like an animal. But what the hell is wrong with this thing? I mean, this video—it's—it's it's a lot of him, and I don't think he's the one that anybody in the world wants to see at this point. Well, if if she shot the video, I think she'd want to see him more than her. I don't know. She's awesome though. And thank you to AOL for broadband for helping provide the uh, capabilities for us to find this Paris Hilton video. Hey, do you want to focus on the show? Do you want to watch Brian, Paris Hilton? This Brian. is almost over. Hold on, it's almost over. All right, I'm going to take phone calls then. Okay, what are we going to do? John, welcome into the hideout. <laughs> you know, guys, I don't know what to say about you. I think you're all a bunch of fags. Thank you. I mean, really, when you start talking about uh, tucking and doing all things and taking your pants down, you know, I'm with you, sorry. I, I'm I wouldn't sorry. want you to tuck. Off. I'd want to feel rubbing on my belly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, if you're that good, you want to be a John Holmes or something. But hey, no, I know. I want to feel you rubbing the on my belly. show stinks. Well, thank you. All you do is talk and you brag, and there's nothing there. Brag about what? What are you Bragging doing? about everything. About I mean, I tried we're, to we're trying to have civilized night. conversations, and you're the person who's talking every night, and, and all you talk about is. You're the guy beer, using derogatory terms like so faggot. Forth. What's I'm your problem? There's nothing else on. Why don't you brag about your factory job? Douche. I don't, I don't brag about it. I know you don't. I'm happy you're... with it. You guys aren't. 
unhappy with what? You know, you want to play with each other. That's all. Uh, we're buddies yeah, hanging out. We're trying to prove that. a point that it's homophobes like that. It's homophobes like you that are setting the society back in this backwards thinking ass mentality. Christ. This is, this is what I'm saying. People go on the air and they spout these views calling people faggots and homos. We're trying to prove that it doesn't matter if you talk. We're all winners. Mike, welcome into the hideout. <laughs> hey, man. Um, isn't this like post-operative to qualify for Yeah, but we can't cut our penises off live on but, the but air. I'm saying, why, why would you challenge these guys to a tuck contest? Because we're fags. Didn't like you listen to the last stuff. phone call? Come on, pay attention. We're homos. <laughs> right. Thank you. I can't wait to see your tuck, man. I am into that. <laughs> I am into seeing you tuck that thing back. Actually, when you tuck it, I want to see you from behind. <laughs> that turns me on. When you when you think about it though, honestly, it. Hey, Dubs. when you think about it, I'll lick it. Tuck, tucking has been a subject of this show for two straight weekends, <laughs> considering what we did last weekend. Eric, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, bro? Hey, my friend told me to listen to you guys because one of you guys is a Manson fan and all the rest of it, and uh, I just want to call and give you my support. It's the first time I've listened. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. Now to be on every night, so and forget that last call. He's an idiot. Now listen to us be utterly gay as we're going to talk. <laughs> and I appreciate the phone call, Eric. Here's what we're going to do. The Transsexual Olympics. We're going to do the tuck and trot. Who can have the fastest time tucked? Running to the general manager Allen's office across the way and back without coming untucked. Every time you pop out, that's a five-second addition onto your time. Right. I go first. You want to go first? I want to go first, please. All right, homo, go first. See, this is my voice before I talk. Pulling the pants down. Are we pulling pants off? Pants down to the ankles. That'll make it harder to trot. All right. Is that you, Bateman? Now I'm tucked. Right. Hang on, I'm tucking. Okay, I'm tucked. <laughs> I'm tucked. All right, Bateman. Bateman is set up halfway between the studio and Alan's office. This is hard to do when you got as much to work with as I do. Uh, let me be perfectly honest with you. I'm a little afraid of me tucking. I don't think I can. I don't have a lot. I'm a, I'm a grower as oh. opposed to a shower. And I, I'm like I'm like a turtle right now, especially after that one faggot phone call. Right, I don't know how much longer I can stay tucked, Hefe. So well, please let's stay as long as you tuck. can, man. I'm I'm almost finished. Hey, hang on a second. Hey, I'm untucked. Hang on, I got to tuck myself. Do we have the wood watch? Uh, do we have the wood watch going on right now? Okay, I'm tucked me, again. Want me to take that on or yeah. right there? Oh, that's me. Oh, I'm calling. All right. Hello. Hello? All right. All right. Shafee, I want you to run with the cell phone. You don't have to talk, but I want to hear you run to Alan's office. Bateman, are you there? Yeah. Bateman is halfway. Now, Shafee, I need you to come right over here. <laughs> <laughs> the tuck trot. El Jefe's hideout, 106.7 WJFK. This is going to last till the end of the show with that. Remember running down to the office. Bateman will point you to the way, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. On your mark, get set right there on the edge, right there on the edge of the door. <laughs> this is so queer. That guy was right. We are fags. Go! <laughs> the clock has started. Tommy, I need you to pick it up from the halfway point as Shafee's running. The All right, he's coming into view this way. And he's running <laughs> me. 
And now he just touched that on the door. As he's running through the WJFK office, tough as rod. He's running past me again, grunting. El Jefe side out, 106.7 WJFK. And he's not, he's just now past the green room, and he should be on his way back to the studio. Echo Brad for Brett from the studio. <laughs> and there he is. Shafey, Shafey, Shafey coming in at a time of 36 seconds. That's, wow. That's quick. Let me and be, I was tucked the whole time. I right, give the phone to Dubs. Oh. Did you come? So you didn't become untucked at all. I didn't come. Untucked. untucked. <laughs> 36 seconds. It's tiring now. It's hard to run with your again package tucked. Transsexuals now have the ability to perform in the Olympics after a certain amount of time. J Dubs, by the way, <laughs> J Dubs the weekend. It looks so. I didn't realize it looked that funny. <laughs> Dubs has his pants around his ankles. He's got his J Dubs lines. Are you tucked your jersey on? I'm tucked. He's tucked. Huh? All right, Dubs. I'll show you guys. Okay. I don't want to see it. Let's get a real guy here. No, I don't want to see it. I saw it. No! Oh, no! All right. I'm a pretty girl. I am a pretty He's girl. He's got bush. He's not cleanly shaved. He's got bush. Set. Go. <laughs> time has been shapey as the time to beat so far. 36 seconds. That's not bad. Does it just now pass the green room? Now he's circling. He's passing in front of me. Nice legs. I didn't know where I was going, though. And now his wallet has just fallen out. He just touched Alan's door. <laughs> Welcome to a high face hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Tuck and trot. And now he's just now passing the green room. El Jefe's hideout advancing the rights of transsexuals, homosexuals, and heteros. 30 seconds. J Dubs made it in in 30 wow. seconds. Wow. J-Dubs, I'm going to need you to come over here and take over the board. Put your pants up. See, I didn't know where I was going, though. I'm top. I didn't know. You know what happened, uh, Hefe? What? I'm running down the hallway, and there's some dude doing some work or something, somebody I've never seen before here at the station. And I'm running down the hall with my pants down between my ankles and my package tucked. <laughs> he does the show after us. It's a very good show. He's buddy. probably wondering, what the hell? All right, you tucked, huh? All right, I'm taking my pants. He beat me by six seconds. Here's the reset button right here. All right, right, Hefe is getting ready to uh, make his attempt at this. 30 seconds from J-Dubs is the time to beat. Me, Shafee, had 36 seconds. Let me be honest. I'm I'm out of breath. I'm like a... I am, too. I'm like like a little turtle right now. Light switch thing going on. I don't have a lot going on downstairs. That's why you're divorced. Thanks. What is this? This is another reason I... What are you bragging about not having a lot downstairs for? I'm just saying. Just trying to show... Come over here together. Should be easier to talk if you don't have a lot. You didn't come on talk today, Jado? That guy said, you you faggot bragging all the time. (laughs) Bragging about not having a lot downstairs. I hear you bragging. (laughs) You fag. Homophobe. That was referring to a call earlier. All right, you ready, Dub? Yep. Tell me when. Go! Oh! 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 I was grunting too. Oh! He sounds like a uh, uh, morph. Yeah. Yeah. He's God, a yeah, mor- this is a long way. He just now touched Alan's door, and now he's running back. A morph would die. He's gonna win, maybe. I think he's cheating. I don't think he's. Oh, I don't think he can God. talk. 
<laughs> Time to beat. Back. Oh, 25 yeah. seconds. Hefe wins. He was cheating. He was cheating, Bateman says. Bateman he didn't know talk. Cheater. I chalked. We have to prove it. I want you to talk and pull your pants I'm down. not showing you me. J-Dubs did. You show it. I will if you do. Oh, that's su- the guy's going to be right that's super gay. I showed my talk. I'm not looking. <laughs> you got to admit, it's kind of hot. You got to do it now. Two out of three did it. I'm done with this show. Oh, bull. I'm not showing. You got to do it. You're the host. Come on, do it. Just for a second. Tuck, pull the pants down and show us. Show us your box. Come on. Let me see that Latina heat. No. Mamacita. Come on, let me see that pink taco. Let's go. Let's see this. He turns the lights off. You didn't do it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. I feel like Jody Foster. Come on. You have your breasts no, 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 Come on, come on. Quit stalling already. It's a two-second process. I think it really is tough for him to do. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Bitches. Oh! <laughs> you are the ugliest. Why'd you do that, that world. man? Why'd you do that? Get out of here. Why'd you do that? This is the gayest show I've ever heard. That guy called us fags. He was right. <laughs> Whatever there's anything we are. wrong with that. Tough Olympics and exclusive on El Jefe's hideout. El Jefe with the gold medal. J-Dubs coming in second with the silver, and I'll take the bronze. Proving, I think, for everybody in the D.C. area that with transsexuals in the Olympics, there are no winners. <laughs> that is so amazingly true. <laughs> One more segment left in the hideout. You know what? The Viagra didn't work, but you guys did. Yeah. You guys worked. I'm, I'm stiff as a board. Could you imagine trying to have sex with my fat hair? Isn't it so disturbing to see your friend talk and just look at it? I can't believe we did that. <laughs> Terrible. I cannot believe we did. All right, take a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hideout. Let's try to get control. It feels good, though, sort of. Isn't it, isn't it liberating? Uh, yeah, not bad. I was going to say that. It's liberating. That's what I'm saying. So don't be so hard to knock, hey, knock Tommy women. Lee, like I said, Tommy Lee did it in that video. And there's nobody more manly than that. Exactly. If you have a problem with this show, 800-636-1067. Bags. 202-432. Correct. 1067. Hideouts. LFA's hideouts. So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine, man, they real, they real entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back in... That was so gay. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK, the gayest show on the radio. <laughs> gay friendly, though. Hey, you know something? I pride the hideout in being all inclusive. Blacks, I Latinos, think, whites, think... Arabs, homosexuals, transsexuals, everybody is welcome in the hideout, unless you use the derogatory term fag. I think we're over inclusive sometimes. So. <laughs> you know something? Uh, it's weird, though, that uh, J Dubs took Viagra over two hours ago. We've seen Tanya Harding naked. We've seen uh, the Paris Hilton video of her getting bangs pretty good. And still nothing? Nothing. 
Wow. It's tough I, to believe. I feel like I'm going to throw up. From what? The he, pizza from Dead Man, Dead, Dead Money Poker Club dot com. No, those guys were great. I honestly feel like I'm going to throw up. I think I squashed or did some damage. Like you know, whenever you get hit, you can hear it in my voice. You know, whenever you get hit in the nads, and you have that feeling in your gut, like oh Jesus Christ, I just want to die or pass out. I got that feeling now. I, I, I honestly feel like I may have crushed a nut. Suck it up, homo. <clears throat> Yeah, what's the matter, you fag? You can't even talk and run and trot, I mean. <laughs> People just now tuning in, they have, they have no idea what that's about. What is this, Bateman? Get in here. Get in here. Uh, by the way, Dubs is here. That's our buddy Shafe. Bateman says he didn't even talk, you liar. I think he should be disqualified, him and his gold medal in the transsexual Tuck Olympics. What the hell's your problem? Why are you saying that I didn't talk? Just calling it like I saw it. What did you see? I saw you going oh. like this. I... Bateman was the one down by the door. He was the only one that saw each of us run. Now, you would say that I talked. Yes. J-Dubs talked. Yes. And now Hefe didn't talk. I have made it perfectly clear that I am not as large as the two of you are. I think you were putting on that fake voice saying you squashed an ad. Just because, you know, you want yeah, to Yeah, because it. now I don't hear it. Also, what, did you fake yesterday when you were sick at it, Dave and Buzz? No, no, no. The voice changed back to normal all of a sudden. Well, because I sat back. The nad dropped. <laughs> Just like it was 13 all over again. Oh, Look, he's wow. too lazy to clean his own bathtub. You think he's really going to tuck? No. <laughs> Need some tucks. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, he's just the judge. I mean, yeah, you put him on as judge. He didn't like it. J-Dubs, you got the gold medal. Congratulations. No, 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 I'm going to no, take no, the no. silver, and you got the bronze. No, no. Qualified. He, I won't. He totally, he totally doesn't get a medal at all now. Yeah. Even transsexuals are not allowed in the Olympics, but if they cheat, they shall be disqualified. I did not yep. cheat in the Tuck Olympics. I tucked, I ran, and I won just because I smoked you guys. Well, why is he saying you cheated? Why would he just say that? You know why? Because he's pissed off for some reason. He's had a bad attitude all weekend, and I, this is his way of getting back at me. Get back in here, Bateman. <laughs> This is his way of getting back at me by trying to spoil the one moment that I've had on this show. We're going out later tonight. I got bald patches in my dreadlocks. I'm divorced. Stop worrying about that. And, and now you, you cheated on the Tuck Olympics. Yeah, you must feel pretty horrible. <laughs> what? You cheated in the Tuck Olympics. I did not cheat. It's like, how could you do that? All things, you know. There's a lot of things you can cheat in and feel proud of cheating in. Not the Tuck and Trot. Yeah, not the Tuck and Trot. <laughs> Bateman's wearing his, his uniform. What the hell's going That'd on? That'd be awesome. Tuck karate. You're wearing your your karate kid uniform. You must fight back. I'm not gonna fight you. Why are you insisting that I cheated in the Tuck Olympics? I'm not insisting. I'm just saying what I saw. It's obvious. Then I'm not gonna call him a liar. I mean, I told you guys I'm a small guy. I got less to. Thin together. But Bateman's like got... the legs should be closer together, not wide. He's got no reason to lie about this. It's done and over with. You cheated. Let's move on. Just say, I cheated. I, I want you to admit it, Pete Rose. You guys, you yeah. can't, you guys can't let me do anything. You're the Pete Rose of the tucking trot. You guys can't let me allow, you can't allow me to have one victory. Not if it's by cheating. Nobody, when you won, J-Dubs and I didn't sit here and complain and say, oh, that's crap. We said, congratulations, you're the gold medal winner. Now Bateman reveals after the fact that you did cheat. He doesn't even cheat. know. He's he was there. He cheated. He's the only witness. How do you, would you even have proof? 
Because you're running. We had our legs crossed. It was obvious. We're grunting. He says you ran too easily. Right, did we not say that I'm an amazing athlete earlier and that uh, yeah, I worked out great? But talked. When you're talked. How do you know I don't do this at home alone now that I'm divorced? All athleticism is out the window when you're talked. Apparently not. Apparently I had some sort of skill in this arena. That's why I think that transsexuals shouldn't be allowed. It's a form of cheating. I think a man that becomes a woman and competes against other women is still in the male body, regardless of whether or not they've got the sexual organs. It's not fair. I want to focus on one other thing real quick. Dubs, I'm worried about you. Yeah? Oh, my God. As I sit in my glory. Uh, the reason I'm worried about you is because you... Took a Viagra. That fart smells like his penis because he's. <laughs> maybe he was tucked. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what that smells like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. That's that's kind of why. We're too gay sometimes. But you know what? We're not gay, but we do come off. I can see where that guy's coming from. I mean, come on, the tuck and trot. But wait, three a guys. But they got to realize. That that this is what guys do. No, you go to any fraternity. You go to gay though. Fraternities are gay. <laughs> Come on, guys do this kind of stuff. This is funny. What do they do on Jackass? This is yeah, I say that. Come on. <laughs> Either they use their digits on each other. That's barely allowable. Just say they use digits in place. They pleasure each other with their hands. All right. <sighs> Jason, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's going on, boys? What up, brother? Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, Dead Money Poker Club is proud to be the uh, sponsor of the Tuck Olympics. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Thank That's you. good, though. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Go to it on your AOL for broadband. <laughs> Thank you so much for sponsoring the proud event. You can go there and bet on the uh, next competition. <laughs> <laughs> we ought to set something like that up. That's not too bad of an idea. Hell yeah. If we can't, it's too bad we can't put that in the spur of the moment. Maybe we'll let you know if we're doing queer things uh, for games in the future. <laughs> Tuck long jump. <laughs> Tuck and roll. The DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Thank you, Jason, for the hey, pizza. No you guys rock. And you guys are in the lead. Two nothing in the pizza for plugs. Uh, another exclusive on El Jefe's Hideout. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. But getting back to you, Dubs, and your plumbing being broken. Yeah, that is bad. I, for you to, I, I don't know of anybody who has taken a Viagra. Because you took a Viagra more than two hours 830. ago. 829 to be exact. It should have kicked in. And I, for you to have nothing stirring in your pants, it's supposed to do that. Maybe he's got a great tolerance to it. Maybe he takes it all the time. I've never taken it, but my friends have taken it, and they said it hasn't worked. Maybe for someone like me that's younger, you have to take two or three. I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing. It's purely speculation at my point. Actually, let me ask Dr. Ron. Uh, Maybe it doesn't work, and if you don't need it, it doesn't work. However, my friends that don't need it have taken it because that's where I got the free samples from. They took it just to go to the bar and see if it would be any fun to walk around. What they popped all night. They said that it, you know, it did, and after a while it kind of hurt because of having a Woody for five hours. It was kind of painful. Been, that could have been just for, from the club. Why would you want <laughs> uh, a constant stiffy, though? To me, I want to I wanna have sex maybe for about 
two, three minutes. You wouldn't want to. That's why I would never take it. But I thought it'd be fun to do it on the show, and J-Dubs is usually volunteering to do stuff like that. So I figured we'd try it out, but unfortunately You're it didn't immune. work. You know what? Doing all those stunts for Ron and Fez has made you uh, uh, immune. I have no problem performing when you want to perform. Hold on. No problem. Well, yeah, but he took it. That would help. And we, we watched Paris Hilton getting banged. I mean, nothing. Yeah. Cheese face, welcome into the hideout. Well, how's it going there? What up, buddy? Uh, you've got to pretty much flip the placebo effects and stuff like that. One he... thing you can kind of do is, I, I tried it once. It didn't really seem to make much of a difference. I mean, it was okay either way. Um, wow. So my, I mean, my I, body I, might need it then. I, Which I buddy is this? Look at life. Sport. Kyle. Yeah, he needs around them, maybe like, and they'll tell Is you. that the one that, that suits? Thanks, Cheese Face. That's very knowledgeable. The, Thank the you, buddy. Sales chick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think he has some issues. Um, I, I know he has some issues. I think he needs Viagra so he can be with women. That's a possibility. You know, there's a lot of guys on my hockey team. He's one of them that uh, about uh, out of 15 players on the team, Twelve of them shower after every game like anybody would because you get nasty in your hockey equipment. And I thought about it, and I, saw, I thought to myself, you know, if I thought there was the remote possibility that I might get aroused in the shower with some other dudes, I wouldn't be taking a shower there either. Yeah, I understand. So who knows? Elliot, welcome into the hideout. Hi, guys. What up, brother? Listen, the Viagra does not just give you an insta-bone. I mean, it's not, that's not what it does. It allows you to get in the mood. So when you are physically close to somebody, the transaction occurs. Yeah, but we talked. Come on. Well, okay. listen, it's either that or J-Dub's groin area looks like the angels from Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. Wow. You know, if you shaved, that's what it would be. I can't believe I showed you guys... That was like, you know, that guy was right. I mean, that was like, we have bond, we have bonded in so many ways. I've, I've been in Shafee's bathroom after he had just gotten done banging some stripper from the VU, and he's washing his junk off in the bathtub while I'm uh, going number one in the very same. So we've shared moments. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. But it's, <laughs> but, but there, we, we took it to another level. We took it to another level by yeah, but... talking and showing on the air in Washington. There's D. nothing gay about washing myself off while you're taking a crap. I mean, I just banged some whore from the strip club. I mean, what's there to be feeling ashamed about? Dr. Ron, welcome back into All Half Dr. Ron. Ron. Dr. Ron, straight what's from, on, gentlemen? from Indy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about yourselves? Great. So did you hear about this? I mean, I know you're an ER doctor, and we, don't, we won't take specific knowledge from you because we don't want to hold you liable for anything. But... You're saying date Dubs shouldn't be alarmed by the fact that he's 23 years old. He's a virile man. He took Viagra two hours ago, and absolutely nothing has happened for him. Well, having known J Dubs in the past, um, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Oh, is that is that like we've had callers? Granted, it's Cheese Face and uh, Elliot who say that you know it's okay. I mean, is it okay that you don't get anything happening down there? That's absolutely true. Uh, the call, the, Elliot was right. Um, technically, you have to have some uh, closeness for it to take its true effect. 
Uh, now, so now he's got his hands down his pants. I don't, I don't believe that. That's like saying that at any time you would need closeness to I'm thinking be of aroused. Pepe. I think you can be aroused by yourself driving around the car for no reason sometimes. I think, no? I'm thinking of Pepe's oh, gun right true. now. And that's true, but, but the, the, way, the mechanism of action of that medication um, does require the additional uh, contact. Okay. Wow. Get over here, big boy. Yeah, we're going to the club tonight, sweetie. Hey, Dr. Ron, make sure to check out AWWL. It's going to be on there. It's not on yet down there? Haven't seen it Big time wrestling? It will be. Wait, what happened to your guys' website? It's a backup, AWWL.net. Okay, because it was saying for a few days that uh, the account was suspended. They just beat they made, the bills. They made some updates on it. They had to pay Shafe. They made some <laughs> updates. It's a better site now than it was before that happened. It's up and running. All World Wrestling League, Shavey, our buddy from Detroit, uh, manages Sabu. Sabu! We, we like, we we'll talk to you more, Dr. I've been meaning to call you back. I've been so goddamn busy. I'll give you a holler, though. All right, man. All right, bro. See you, Rom. All right, bye. And one final update before we end the hideout this evening. We've been chronicling the adventures of a 19-year-old big black virgin. It's Matt Albert. Matt Albert, welcome back into the hideout. Refreshing everybody about this. Uh, 19-year-old, uh, big black, um, fat, fat, 397 pounds, six foot three, heading for a heart attack, brother. Got that right. <laughs> and we tried to, we're trying to find a chick who will help you lose your virginity. I thought we found one. Oh, and you know that chick we found? Uh, Jen, that always comes with uh, in the Round Pheasant show. You know the Jen that went to Mansion with us? That I'm in love with? Yeah. She uh, knows her. She a white chick or a black chick? She used to work with her. White chick. Wow. Five, nine, 200 pounds. Matt oh, Albert, you would lose okay. your virginity to a white girl? That's why I requested. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you requested a, a white, a white goth chick. Right on. So you and Jen actually hooked up, huh? Well, no, we just went out. How'd it go? What'd you do? Just drive and talk. You took, you took a drive. All right, she's five nine two hundred. He's six three three ninety seven. Did she have hydraulics? Airbags on the, on the <laughs> Um How was the date? What did you guys do? And speak up. All she did was just talk about sex and crap. But this, all right, so she's talking about sex. That usually means, hey, man, let's let, go for let's it. Let's go ahead. And she says she's into the big guy, and she's not afraid to take your virginity. Have you guys set up another date? And when are you coming in the hideout to lose it? I have to come in there, Luke. Yeah. You gotta have sex here, man. We gotta watch you. On the third floor of the, the JFK compound. I have to feel comfortable. It's nice up there. <clears throat> when did you get picky? We got Viagra for you. Yeah, we got Viagra for you. <laughs> I'd like to see him do the talk and trot. I think he does every day. I'm sure it's looking like he's tucked. <laughs> Belly hanging over. <laughs> Permanently tucked. Do you, can, can you see it? In any. I'm in any too, don't worry about it. Can you see it? In marriage. Do you have to lift it? To use the lift bathroom? Like. Lift your gut to take a leak. No. Just curious. <laughs> no, don't get defensive. I'm sorry. Do you enjoy those Tanya Harding pics I sent you? Yeah, thank you. Oh, that was you? Yeah, Matt, he's good, man. Right on. Matt Albert's a good guy, and that's why we're trying to help him lose his virginity. So you guys drove around and talked about sex? Well, she drove around. 
Oh, that's right. You don't have to. And she oh, talked about sex. Wait a second. Real, I know, we're about to get out of here, Phenoms. What happened to you last night when you tried to go uh, see Ron and Fez at Dave & Buster's? Talking to me? Yeah, you. I didn't have an ID, so I couldn't get in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nobody man. believes I'm 18 for some reason. You're six foot three, three hundred ninety-seven pounds. You're baby faced though, exactly like Hercules. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. I'm a cute bastard. What can I say? When are you gonna nail this uh, Zach Thomas look-alike? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, but how did she look in person? She looked pretty, pretty good. She looked better in her. She looked better in person than in the. Than in the really? Oh well, good. Was she thrown off at all by the fact that you're a big, fat, disgusting pig? <laughs> <laughs> she said I was. I look taller. <laughs> That's a compliment. Yeah. Oh, That's you're nice. you're tall and you're taller and wider by three feet. <laughs> All right. Well, when are we going to get you guys together on the hideout? I have no idea. Do we need to do another special edition Friday night hideout so you can just come in and just lose your virginity? Please tell me you'll lose your virginity here at the JFK compound. Can I do it on an episode of Michigan Talk like we had today? Sure. <laughs> every every Saturday night's Michigan talk. I love Lansing talk. Yeah, uh, it's great. Both Spartans and Wolverines and Irish. Look, you fat bastard! You Court start critiquing the show. We're not going to help you lose your virginity. You're going to be cut off. That's what he and Tommy do. They sit back in the back and they talk about how bad the show sucks and who cares about Michigan. <laughs> Everybody. The world revolves around Detroit. That's my final statement on El Jefe's hideout. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet you. What do you want to hear us talk about? Woodbridge? <laughs> Woodbridge isn't interesting, but if we were in Michigan talking about Woodbridge, it'd be funny. Would it not? That's all they do is sit back in the back. I want to say thanks to JFK, Cameron, El Jefe, uh, J-Dubs. It's been great to be here. Thanks for having me, brother. I had a lot of fun, and I'll be back sometime real soon, hopefully. Good times, man. All right, we want to thank everybody who joined us in the hideout this evening. Coming up tonight, Phenoms next, 11 to 1, Stacy Show, 1 o'clock. Uh, anybody in particular that contributed more than usual to the show? DeadMoneyPokerClub.com DeadMoneyPokerClub.com 106.7 WJFK Marilyn Manson, you listen to the lyrics, the new hit. He's talking about this show. We out, bitch. Everybody sing along.
love Stevens for a few months in the spring of early summer of 1988, just as I was graduating. I love every minute of it. I'll never forget the first song. I'll never forget the first song of my ship, the Silly Oceans, get out of my dreams, get into my car. I was Kyle Stevens for a few months in the I was Kyle Stevens for a few months in the I was Kyle Stevens for a few months in the I was Kyle Stevens for a few months in the spring and early summer of 1988, just as I was graduating. I loved every minute of it. I'll never forget the first song. I'll never forget the first song of my ship, the Billy Ocean, get out of my dreams, get into my car. Oh, God, no more. No. <laughs> 